0: Ladies and gentlemen, you tuning into all new episodes of the Rap Lab Podcast. It's your boy the Candy Man, the A L F R E to the D.
1: it's your boy the the true g call me the qg sorry y'all i was just beating up some beef in the freezer i was just running up and down you know what i mean i was getting ready for my fight with of lang my bad my bad for the long entrance y'all i'm long-winded what's going on rap lab we here philadelphia what 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 what, what, what the hell is this <laughs> what you mean what the hell is this man i'm getting ready for my fight with of lang i'm ready to be the world heavyweight champion man rocky balboa is back here he's training me yo i'm ready to go man let's get this fight
0: started man jesus christmas well before we uh get into today's episode big 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 special announcement uh first and foremost uh i hope y'all had a happy thanksgiving uh it is the weekend after thanksgiving um hope everybody's doing well and prosperous out in the world uh big announcement um, the Rap Lab merchandise has a Black Friday spe- Black Friday weekend special going on. If you go to teespring.com and search up Rap Lab Podcast, we are giving away free shipping, any order over $50. That is correct. Any order, $50 before tax. So if your total comes to $50 after tax, you got to go and add one more thing to the cart. But any order uh, any order that you make on teespring.com for Rap Lab merchandise, uh, if the total is $50 before tax, you will get free shipping to anywhere in the United States, minus Alaska, Hawaii, Guam, and Puerto Rico. We love y'all out there, but we couldn't we couldn't make the promo go that far, you know. But 48, territory Territorial Continental United States, free shipping, $50 over. Uh, RapLab.com, where we got, uh, well, not RapLab.com, but Teespring.com slash RapLab, where we got mugs and towels and blankets and hoodies and t-shirts and tank tops. all that good stuff yes yep we got stocking stuffers and great apparel people so uh, happy holidays without further ado today's topic uh, we're gonna look at the history of philadelphia in hip hop and we got a special guest in the building we talk about this man every episode we shout this man out we enjoy his podcast he is a good friend of the podcast he is the host of the cool podcast, ladies and gentlemen, it's the cool brother, Malik. Malik, what's happening?
2: What's
1: going on, y'all? What's going
2: oh, you on? You know? oh, no. Oh no.
1: Glad to be yes. here. To be yes. Yes, Mr. Cool is in the building. Yes. Let me tell y'all something. This is this is this is one of my closest friends right here. We've been we've been homeboys from the years, from the greatest of all time, rap group page to wrestling to all these different things and one thing i always loved about and it's funny because i'm not used to calling him by his government name i'm always used to calling him mr cool because i remember the original name that that we first was introduced to one another and that was the name that always came up so ever since then it's kind of weird calling him by his government i just call him mr cool man you remember that man
2: yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, dapper cool, and, and then I returned the favor as Mister Chris, and then just, just we just kept it going, kept it up, so it just stuck, you know.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and um, the re- reason why Malik is uh, joining us this week is because, uh, Malik, you are from Philadelphia, correct?
2: Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Born and raised.
0: Um, how 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 long ago um did you leave Philly, if you don't mind me asking? Like not recent or
2: Oh, I I'm I left Philly around two thousand twelve.
0: Okay. But of course you you're still in the state of PA, right? Yes I am. Okay. So I'm 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 pretty sure you you've been uh you've been there since.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Always, always. can I, you know Philly will forever be my home. You know? Hey Al man,
1: hey hey Al man, since he's here, where's our cheesesteak, son? Huh?
0: Hey, man, listen, 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 listen. I ain't get a chance to go to Pat's yet, all right?
1: Come on, man. Yo, mm-hmm. man, we got a special guest here. You got to hook us up with the cheesesteak, with the onions, the peppers, all that good stuff, bro. Hey,
2: uh, I, got, I got y'all, man. I got y'all. Don't go to Pat's nor Geno's. Go to Max's. That's in the North Philly section of, of
0: Philly. Really? I went to Philadelphia one time. This was back in 2011, and Pat, and, um, I, and I, you know, I thought Pat's was, like, everything. I Pat, went to Geno's.
2: Pat's and Gino's are overrated, man. That's everybody, you know, there's plenty of other steak shops is better than Pat's and Gino's. Max's in North Philly is the best. Well, I'm biased because I'm from North Philly, so,
0: but, yeah, I, it's the best. And, you know, I was just about to ask you that because we are a rap podcast, so I was going to ask you if you was from West Philadelphia, born and raised,
2: you know? <laughs> no, North Philly, my brother, North Philly. Like
0: North Kevin Philly.
2: Like Kevin Hart, he's from North Philly, and Meek. Don't forget Meek Mill. Me mm. from Meek Mill. So got you,
0: yeah. got you. So yeah. before, so before we um before we actually officially begin the episode, Malik, because um again, ever um, every episode of like the last month and a half we shout your podcast out. You wanna um you wanna just tell the the listeners real quick about your podcast and the stuff that you talk about.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My podcast is titled the Cool Podcast with the Cool Brother with your host, Malik, a.k.a. The Cool Brother. What I talk about is ranging from music to my life, um, you know, anything that comes to my mind, you know. I just got finished doing a podcast episode not too long ago. So when y'all get a chance, just look up The Cool Podcast with The Cool Brother. Episodes available on Anchor and Spotify. So I also got an interview coming up This Sunday at 6 o'clock, I'll be interviewing a gentleman by the name of Antoine Royale, a.k.a. I Think Different. That's the name of his podcast as well. So be on the lookout, ladies and gentlemen, for that interview this upcoming Sunday at 6 o'clock. But yeah, I'll just discuss music, my life, you know, artists, anything that comes to my mind. Black women, black men's mental health, you know, anything that comes to my mind, you know, I'll discuss it. So it's an open book, you know, open podcast.
0: Uh, And and definitely go check that out on Spotify and Anchor. I've listened to every episode of this man's podcast so far, and it is amazing, amazing content, I must say. Absolutely. Super dope, man. Got the cosign. Check that out. Y'all want some good soul
1: cooking, some good soul music, some knowledge. Please check up on that, man, because you will not be disappointed. That's some great stuff there.
2: And also, I want to I add, you know, I just created an email for my podcast. So if you have to the listeners, if y'all have any questions or like to be a guest on the show, just hit up my email, thecoolpodcast at AOL.com. Once again, thecoolpodcast at AOL.com, all in lowercase. So just want to put that out there
0: absolutely and um i'm sure uh because emails have worked out for us tremendously so i'm sure uh people will be uh sending you some some interesting questions or you get some guests yes and so without further ado uh we're going to talk about hip-hop from your hometown philadelphia and I, uh, I feel the first person that we should talk about is like now again um qg and i we from new york so mm-hmm. like you know we may be wrong on some things but uh i feel like and correct me if i'm wrong but like the first philadelphia rapper not even on a mainstream level but just like period would be um Schooly d no
2: yeah yeah that's true Schooly d
0: yes and um the, re- the reason why i bring up Schooly d is because i feel like Schooly d was like the one of the very first like gangster type rappers you know what i mean Agree. Yeah, he,
2: he was he was
0: Yes. Um Schooly D uh Schooly, but the funny thing about Schooly D though he didn't influence like do du- other dudes in Just Philly like his biggest the person that was most influenced by him was Ice T Ice T um has gone on record as saying that um not on a song but like in interviews and even on the um the Netflix documentary um Hip Hop Evolution he goes on 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 the documentary and says that his influence for six in the morning was Schooly
1: D. Yeah,
2: that's, that's true.
0: Absolutely. And, and, and in fact you could
1: hear you could hear the same cadence from Schooly D's record P S K with six in the morning. And it, it just it's just so similar, the uh direct influence. And in fact, um jumping into that PSK record, I didn't know about Schooly I didn't know about um Schooly D until I heard the notorious BIG interlude from the Life After Death record. And, you know, where he starts out, G's making his cream. Bitches always say, what the hell does that mean? So, you know, when you're reading the liner notes in the credits, right. I see I see PSK, and I'm like, hmm, let me check that out. And sure enough, when you listen to it, PSK, PSK, we're making that green. People always say, what the hell does that mean? So, it's like, wow, just amazing how that
0: could do a direct influence.
2: And for those who don't know, the acronym of PSK is Parkside Killers. For those who don't know.
0: Uh you wanna elaborate on that? Is
2: like Parkside like a neighborhood out there in Philly? Yes, Parkside is a neighborhood in Philly. I can't recall the section of Philly because I'm unfamiliar with Parkside, but yes, that is a neighborhood. They also have a high school that's called Parkside. So yes, that's the acronym to P S K, Parkside Killers, P S K. Wow.
0: Okay. And, um, yeah, so, uh, PSK was a, uh, like, like, like QG said was, um, you can hear six in the morning from PSK. Um, and then also, uh, I know we had talked about sample issues on a way, way episode back in the day and, um, uh, in the, um, in the digital, in the digital media versus streaming episode, a uh, physical media versus streaming episode, I'm sorry, uh, which is available in the archives now, I believe that's episode seven, but, um, P- but Schooly D also was one of the very first rappers to get hit with a with a lawsuit from a song. Um, there was a song he had called Signifying Rapper, and he, um, which also was uh, on the Bad Lieutenant soundtrack uh, back in the day. And Led Zeppelin sued him because he used an uncleared sample of their song Cashmere, mm-hmm. which is uh, which is crazy. Wow, wow. And, and it's and it's
1: interesting, It's interesting too, because for people that. Um, for the people that don't know up to date now, um, PSK's still been around. Like for for all you cartoon fans out there, you guys ever heard of Aqua Teen Hunger Force?
2: Yep. Yes. Yes.
1: He's he's performed music and he's done some narration for that. And he was also a guest on one of my favorite shows back in the day, Space Goes Coast, Coast to Coast. So I'll never forget that. So he's still been active and still doing things for T V, man. It's been it's been awesome.
2: And speak, and speaking of school E D, there was a um a clip of him being interviewed on Gerardo Rivera. It was like a night talk show. Yes. And this, this was around the time it was him, Ed Lover, Dr. Dre. Um, they was talking about the lyrics and the lyrical content. I think this was back in 1989. It was them three, Gerardo, and um, C. Dolores Tucker, along with a, a, a black gentleman. And they was talking about the lyrics and how it's uh, violent and demeaning towards uh, women and you know i just want to put that out there because you know you know that was around the time gangster rap was at its peak you know with nwa and you know ice cube and all them so yeah he was um interviewed by garardo regarding that so and and two mm. live, two live crew was on that um yeah two live crew i believe was on that um interview as well
1: I yes believe- they were they were i, I believe- remember that
2: yeah i think it was Luke and uh fresh kid ice and the other dude
1: yeah that's right that's right and 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 i think also um who who was on there was it is it is it i'm um, calvin butts he was talking about i um i I think it was him. I think it was yeah, him. Yeah, because, because it was a whole bunch of them that was trying to ban gangster rap and say yeah. all these things. It was negative. He was he was part of the forefront. Calvin Butt, C. Dolores yeah. Tucker, all the rest of them. Yeah, I remember yeah. that interview very well. That was And it was all about the parental advisory stickers, too.
2: Yes, yes, yes. And, yeah, nah. you know, they made a big deal about that because of the whole Two Live Crew situation. You know, as nasty as they want to be and all that, you know. But yeah, you're definitely right, They You know, C. Dolores Tucker and Calvin Butts was at the forefront of that whole thing. You know, definitely.
0: And, and it's it, funny. It's funny you mention that because C. Dolores Tucker is somebody who's come up, whose name has come up on this show before as a yep. known enemy of hip hop. And we, mm-hmm. we, we back in the Tupac Shakur episode that we did, um, her, her, her hatred for for rap music was uh, we we touched on it deeply and. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even surprised that she would go on Geraldo Rivera and and try to slander the the art form of rap, you know?
1: Yeah, right. it's crazy. It's crazy. But but shout out to School e. D, man. You know he got ten albums to his credit and a lot of compilations too.
0: Yep. And uh, oh, and apparently, um, uh, you mentioned Aquatine Hunger Force earlier. You know they they sued School e. D over that too for for, for, <laughs> for, for sample <laughs> issues. The got had to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to further elaborate
1: on that, it was it was, it was was a drummer. It was a drummer by the name of Terrence Yervis. I don't know if I'm saying the last name wrong, but he said to have written the theme music with Schooly D back in 1999. And, you know, Yervis, he was aware that the song would be used for television, but he didn't approve it to be used for Aqua Teen Hunger Force. So, you know, the copyright... It wasn't filed until 2006, after the fourth season of the series. I used to watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force. On oh, Cartoon so, Network, yes, sir. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so um, Yervis, he he demanded $150,000 for every time the series aired on TV.
2: Wow. That's insane, man. Really insane. Yep. all
0: right. The next, the next, uh, the next artist, well, this one is a group that we're going to discuss here in our Philadelphia special. Um, I, it's a funny story behind this. I didn't get into them until earlier this year. Matter of fact, it was one of the recording sessions for one of our earlier episodes that, uh, their album got delivered to my house. QG, you remember that? Mid-recorded. <laughs> uh,
1: I remember, I remember we was recording and then, and then, and then you went downstairs and you, and you, and you saw, you know, the, uh. Bunch of CDs and and um the tough crew. It yep, just happened yep. to be
0: one of them. Yep, the tough crew. Uh, Malik, what can you tell us about tough crew?
2: To be to be frank with you, I never really got I never really got into them.
0: To be really? honest with you,
2: well, really, that, really, that's
0: not that's not a surprise because I didn't hear of them until uh until I just saw the album floating around online on a on a Ooh. website called Get On Down. Shout outs to Get On Down because right. they, they they reissue a lot of classic and obscure stuff. Absolutely. Nice so i saw i saw their album for sale so i guess i'll uh i couldn't really find much on them um their their one album the danger zone is the uh is the only is the only it seems like it's the only album is the only album that they have available which is weird but um so pretty much uh i'll just t- tell the people what i know uh tough crew had one album danger zone that came out in 1991 um, they were dubbed as Philly's first rap supergroup. Uh, members included Ice Dog, L.A. Kid, Tone Love, and DJ Too Tough. Um, yeah, but they, they were... Um, it's crazy, because their producer was uh, Cool Keith and from the Ultramagnetic MCs. Yeah,
2: um, cool.
1: Shout out to him.
0: Shout out to Cool Keith. Shout outs to Jersey, because I believe he's from Jersey.
1: Yes, yes, he's from Camden.
0: And, um... Yeah. Yeah, actually, Tough Crew—they actually went on a tour. They were the opening act for a tour that was um that had Public Enemy, Run DMC, Biz Markie, Big Daddy Kane, uh, um, wow. Rob Bass, and DJ Easy Rock, and LL Cool J on it. Damn! Imagine that—you go on tour with all them and you get yeah. relegated to opening. But hey. Oh yeah, and what I need to point
1: out: this is the early '80s, and mm-hmm. at that time, at that time, you know what the most heavenly used in, um, instrument. It was the drum machine. So all all their beats had that loud drum in the back of it. It was heavy bass for the cars. It was kind of like what Two Live Crew was doing as well. And mm. it's funny how we mentioned Two Live Crew earlier. You know, they had a they had a connection with them. It was it was it was groundbreaking street music, you know what I mean? That you ride around in the cars and mm-hmm. and it was interesting because you know they was always around um um schooly d like we mentioned and you know they they have a lot of albums to their credit but just like uh alfred said you know it was only one like floating around but you know they still got uh you know um still dangerous and they got back to wreck shop back to wreck shop was actually a single uh from what i remember when i did my research that was back in 1989 and that and that reached on the charts so it was like they were still charting in billboard even though these records was coming out the singles is what really did it, and that's what helped them to get on that tour. Cause you see the names that was on that tour, so you got to be making some noise in order to be on there with a bunch of heavyweights like that.
2: Yes, yes, for sure. You know, that, that's that's an honor for them. You know, being on tour with those legends. You know, and then Leg-
0: and then the, uh, apparently, and I know, I know uh, Malik. Earlier, you said you were from North Philly, right? Yes. Uh, apparently, um. They were regular performers at the After Midnight Club. Does that ring a bell?
2: The After Midnight Club, that that was a, probably before my time. You know, I could be wrong because, you know, when they came out, you know, I was like okay. seven, six years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I wasn't into, you know, I, I listened to hip hop, but I wasn't into it all like that at the time. At the time, right. I, I started getting into it around, like, Like eighty-eight, eighty-nine, by watching um Rap City and Video Soul, and of course seeing the hip hoppers on Yo MTV Raps and Soul Train, so you know. But After Midnight doesn't ring a bell for me.
0: Gotcha. Well, I'm reading here that they had um they had like the this is probably like the greatest the greatest concert of all time when it comes to Philadelphia. Um, they had a DJ. This was Tough Crew. DJ right. Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. DJ Cash Money and Marvelous. Cool nice. D, and Three Times Dope in one concert.
2: Three Times Dope, yes. I remember the Funky Dividends. The greatest man alive. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of um Three Times Dope, you you wanna um you wanna tell the people about Three Times Dope Dope for those who don't know them?
2: They they are originally from Philly. You know, they they had they made it big around I think 1989, I believe, and they had an album titled Funky Dividends. Um yeah, one I think the name of the album or the song was Funky div The song was Funky Dividends, and then they had another song called The Greatest Man Alive, I believe. You know, but yeah, they made it big around 1989. It was everywhere. Yo MTV Raps, Rap City, you know, they were probably the 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 few cats that came out of Philly, right along with Schoolie D, and, of course, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince.
1: Indeed, indeed. Shout out to EST, Chuck Nice, and Woody Wood, man.
0: Yeah. And uh, and, and I'm glad that you mentioned uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince because that brings us to them, which arguably... Now, it's, it's, now and we've discussed Fresh Prince slash Will Smith on this show before, and a lot of people have mixed feelings on... On Will Smith as a rapper, but as far as like, not even let's just go beyond rap for a second. As far as mainstream celebrity, I think the most, and this is just my opinion, I could be wrong, but next I think Will Smith is the most successful man to ever to ever come out of Philadelphia. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say so?
2: Uh, no, I, I agree with that. You know, it wasn't no accident that he became a megastar. You you just knew when when you first seen him on the screen, you just knew that he had it. He had it. You know, his 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 charisma, his swag. You know, he just he just oozes he just oozes confidence. To this day, you know, to this day, you know, to me, he's in my opinion the most successful rapper turned out In my opinion. You know, I mean, he just he just made that transition with with ease. He just he he was it. He was it. You know, I nobody mean, was doing yeah. his level.
1: In yeah. my opinion. No, you, you you both of you are absolutely correct. It's, it's 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 funny. You know, looking back at it, I remember as a kid looking at video music box, and I mm-hmm. mentioned on this show, you know, the first rapper that I really got into was LL Cool J. Around that same time. I remember as a kid watching Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince on um, Video Music Box. And the first song that stood out to me was I Think I Can Beat Mike Tyson. Oh, dear. Now, Now, as a boxing fan, everybody, I mean, even if you don't know boxing, you know Mike Tyson.
0: Right.
1: And at this time, this was Mike Tyson, the heavyweight champion of the world in his prime. You know what I mean? So when I saw that, I was like, I think I could beat Mike Tyson, but the, but, but the song was not only entertaining, it was funny. And it told a story. This is back in 1989 when this came out. So as I got into that, I got into Will Moore and I don't, I don't think Will gets enough credit for his technique. Will can rap. Will can really rap. He could switch his flow up anything. He could tell a story. He has, he ha- he has, he has a great cadence in his voice. And along with Jazzy Jeff with the scratching and the mixing, he got the name Jazzy Jeff for a reason. You know, he had those jazz records, those samples. If you listen to A Touch of Jazz, which is on one of their LPs, it's it, it, it's an amazing record. And it was just a great chemistry. And like And like Malik just said, watching the videos and hearing Will Smith rap, you saw and heard that there was something more. There was something more for him than just rap music. So, it was a natural transition into the acting game. He was doing both. He was being a success in both, which is right. amazing. It's it's like wow. There's like there's nothing that this man can't do. And I mean, this group is just fantastic.
2: And speaking of um Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince, they were one of the art hip hop artists that boycotted the Grammys in 1989 cuz they didn't want to televise the hip hop category. Category, it was Them two, Salt and Pepper, Kid and Play, they had a press conference, and they was boycotting the Grammys because they wasn't televising the rap category. This was back in 1989, but you know, I just want to put that out there because you know they had influence back then, you know, and you know hip hop was on the horizon back then. The Grammys didn't want to acknowledge it, but they acknowledge it now, you know, but. Today, the Grammys, I feel, is so disrespectful to hip-hop. I'll give, you, I'll give you an example. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis won a hip-hop Grammy.
0: Yeah, and when I think of rap, when I think of hip-hop, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis are nowhere near the first names that yes, come to mind. Yes, yes.
2: That, 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 that is so disrespectful, man. You I'm, I'm It is so disrespectful, but I just want to put that out there and, you know, DJ Jazzy Jeff, I don't think he gets en- enough props as far as his DJ skills, because I think he, um, he, he, um, the transforming skills to transform, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you know, he was the inventor of that from what, from what I heard, you know, but I could be yeah. wrong, but he, he don't get enough props for his DJ skills. I rank him up there with Grandmaster Flash and of course yes. J and DJ Premier.
1: Yes, don't, he he deserves a, it.
2: If there's a Mount Rushmore, it would be those four: DJ Premier, Jam Master Jay, Grandmaster Flash, Jazzy Jeff. Those four right there. Mount Rushmore. DJ and
0: DJ. and you wanna you wanna you wanna hear something really really interesting. I, and and you said it. They bo- So DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince, they boycott the Grammys uh, mm-hmm. that year um, because it's not televised. And we we've documented on this show before uh, in our Source Awards episode about how the Grammys have historically just they, they don't give a shit about rap, to be quite frank. Like, it's not it's not a yep. focus. It's not a focus for them. But yep. it's ironic. They boycott him. But then a couple of years later, they become the first hip hop group to win a Grammy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. yep.
1: Yep. Because they couldn't deny it. They saw the impact that hip hop was having. And it was a it was a huge, huge following to the fact that other genres of music had to get involved as well and be like, you know what? This 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 this, this art form here, it's not going away. They thought it was just going to be a fad when you saw all them hip hop artists get together and said, look, we're not going to the show. You're not going to recognize us. Fine. We're going to have one big party. It was mm-hmm. one of the biggest parties I ever heard. Yeah. And, and it's and it's and it's crazy because Will and Jazz, those guys are clean. They didn't yeah. make any songs about violence. They didn't curse. They mm-hmm. were kids. They no, were make, no, no drug talk. No, no like, drug talk. None of that, and they were making songs like "Girls Ain't Nothing But Trouble." Parents just don't,
2: don't understand.
0: Nightlife on the street. Absolutely, good, clean, fun, funny records. Yes. But you, but you know what though, and and, and, I, and I and I also think about this. They got a lot of hate. A lot of other they, rappers, yes. and even some yeah. of the fans like didn't like them because they thought they were like. Too too clean and squeaky clean and goody two-shoes, and they didn't embody rap.
1: Right, right. But you know what? They didn't switch up nothing. Right. They kept doing what they was doing, and I that's what I love about those guys. They didn't care. It, like, the criticisms was coming in, they didn't change nothing. You see how it happened with MC Hammer. You see how it yeah. happened with Vanilla Ice. Even Kid and Play was getting criticized for being too squeaky clean. But Fresh Prince and Jazzy, they stuck to it. And yeah. still, till this day, you see how we talking about it? They got these critical acclaimed songs that never get old. Like when it's the summertime, you put yeah. on summertime and still enjoy it.
2: Hey, don't forget Brand New Funk now.
1: Come on. Oh, Brand New Funk. He was rapping, rapping. Yes, yes. Will was rapping, rapping on that to
2: me, record. <laughs> to, me, that was their, to me, that was their best song, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah. That was their best song. Yeah, he he was rapping,
1: for real. Oh man, he was showing off on that record, and, and and I just seen a I just seen a video today for um the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion. I mean, just 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 going back with it, yeah. they, they actually performed the song on the set for the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion, and Will still got that flow, man, with the fast yeah. putting the lyrics together. It's new. It's not of the ordinary. It's very extraordinary. He could still do it. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah.
0: And uh, people was hating on them. Uh, they, they even sampled I Dream a Genie on one song. Yep, <laughs> I love so, that record. But, Girls ain't nothing but trouble. That record, but 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 even so, with like even as Will Smith got older and he, sh- he shed the Fresh Prince label and was going by his real name, so he's going by uh, he's going by Will Smith. Yep, and um, he still didn't sw- even as an adult, he didn't switch up, right. We talked about Big Willie style selling five million records. Yep, mm-hmm. Big Willie style. Um, he he did he did songs for on the soundtracks of the movie he was in. One of mm-hmm. my, the Men 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 in Black is still one of my uh, all time favorite soundtrack rap songs.
2: Yes,
1: it's a great song.
0: This is the Men this, in Black.
2: And don't forget, don't forget on. Um, the Wild Wild West with Drew that Hill. Is. yeah, and Cool Moe Dee made a cameo appearance on that.
1: <laughs> yes, he paid homage. Even Stevie Wonder was in there.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah. He performed that. Um, they performed that song, um, at the MTV Awards in 1999, and Stevie Wonder came out with the piano. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was good a great film, performance, man.
1: man.
0: Yeah, that was cool. And He's... even the, the and 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 the only song that Will Smith ever made that I didn't like was the was the song uh, the Hitch song.
2: Don't tell me getting jiggy with it.
0: No, no, no. The song from Hitch. Oh, hit, oh, Hitch. Oh, the song from Hitch. Yeah. Now getting jiggy with it is a classic, but the song from Hitch, <laughs> I was just like, please stop. Oh man. <laughs> but now nah, you know
1: what, man. Will, and it's it's, it's interesting too, because even when Will was going off into his solo run, jazz was still around. You know, you would yeah. still see them together. They would still do shows together. And. Uh-huh it's just it's just it's just a testament to their lifelong
0: friendship which is which is yeah. always great i never yeah, that, i never forget the visual ever you can see in jazz fly through the front door <laughs> yeah.
2: that's the classic right
1: there oh yeah. man Well, shout out to will and jazzy man hey um al since you have the music do you have a favorite jazz and fresh prince album out of out of the collection that they did do you have a personal favorite?
0: Oh, absolutely! I gotta gotta go with um my personal favorite. It's a it's a tie between two. Uh, home it's a tie between home base and Code Red. I love Code Red. Code Red is my pick. I've always uh boom shake the room is always my uh, my song, but
2: boom boom shake shake the room.
0: <laughs> yep, but uh home home base gets the nod because uh summertime is on there and uh who stole the DJ and trapped on the dance floor, man. That's some feel good music. And you yes. know
2: what? And you know what? Um, speaking of boom shake the room, do y'all agree that was like Will Smith's kind of hard track right there?
1: It I it was. It was. Yeah. I, I, like he, so. he shows his aggression with his energy. Yeah. That's what made him special.
2: Yes. That, that that was that was my favorite joint, one of my favorite joints by him because it showed a different side to him, you know, yep. on that record. So yeah. Let let the, let the listeners and the other folks know, look, I ain't no punk. You know, there's another side that y'all never seen before. So
0: You yeah, know what crazy I,
1: go ahead. Go ahead. Go, no, I no, um, I was just gonna point out as far as Will's rapping ability, you know you know for a long time there was a rumor that Rock wrote the summertime record?
2: Yeah, I heard about that.
1: And Thank, yeah, uh, yeah And you know he said he 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 sort of sound like him too on that record. That's what everybody, but but you know what? God bless Rakim. He put he's like, yo, nah. I like when I heard it. He's like, yo, that do sound a little like mine, but nah, I can't take
0: credit for that. That's all Will. And um, going going back to Boom Shake the Room. You know what record comes to mind when I hear that song? What's that? Every time I hear that song, I can't help but to think about Ooh, What You Gonna Do by Run DMC. <laughs> like they just sound so similar to me.
2: Never yeah, yeah. of, what's that? What's that? What's the word? Of, ooh, what you gonna going to do? going to
0: do? Like those records record. are, like I just I just and especially because it's two like clean clean groups for the most yeah. part that are making those hard type records so that's why it just uh, comes to mind.
2: Yeah, yeah, I remember that record Run-DMC. Alex was in that video that it was going through the gangsta yeah. rap group,
1: Yeah, you know. cuz the sound cuz because the times change and the sound was changing so that's the thing. You gotta adapt to what's going on, and Will was able to do that. That's yeah. why he had. That's why he got longevity. So I'm not gonna curse in these records. I'm not gonna kill. But as far as the production, we gotta make it a little louder. We gotta
0: make it more aggressive. We gotta put more energy into it, and he was able to do it. Yeah, yeah real, real quick, and because uh, I'm not, because outside of their work together, I'm not familiar with DJ Jazzy Jeff outside of Will Smith, but. Did he ever do any production for anybody other than Will Smith? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Jill Scott is one of them.
2: Really? Did he do production with Flowtree, too?
1: Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah jazz, I know... jazz is a great producer, bro.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah.
1: From for sure. Village. I'm he did so some joint. Yep, The Roots. hmm He put in work, bro. Yeah, yeah. He
2: was more than just a DJ. Oh yeah. Just yeah. A yeah. He has a
1: he has a resume. He's also done a lot for a lot of TV shows and
0: movies too. Yeah, well that I know. Um know, I, by,
2: know I did by, not know about that. By the oh
0: way, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, um you know the first time I heard the the album version of the Fresh Prince Theme song, it blew my mind because <laughs> I didn't expect it to be that long. Me either. Be either. I'm thinking
1: it's just gonna be just like the TV show. It's actually a lot longer with more lyrics.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> shout, shout out, shout outs to Will Smith. And if y'all haven't uh, checked out the uh, the Fresh Prince reunion episode, it's a damn shame that uh, Uncle Phil ain't here no more. But check yeah. that out. It yeah, was man. Awesome. yeah, man. Peace and love to James Avery. But, yes. uh, and like, like I said, this is the year of beef squashing because uh, Will yeah. Smith and the moms can do it. Anybody could do it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was great, man. I was very happy to see that.
2: The real aunt, Viv.
0: she's still Mm -hmm. the real (laughs) one. Yep, not the light-skinned one that appeared in the second to last season, but
2: no, she's she's a good actress, but no,
0: Mm -mm. no, no. Uh, Too too many times, our favorite sitcoms they replaced the uh, the original dark-skinned actress with a light-skinned doppelganger. Right. Yeah, Yeah, Family Matters went through the same thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I remember that. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, and and and, and 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 they and
0: they and, and they expect us, who've been watching the show for years, to yeah. act like we don't know what's going on and there's a change. Yeah, right. You guys remember when Jazz said that on the Fresh Prince episode? Oh yeah.
1: yeah. I, I, was,
2: I, was, <laughs> I was watching that clip on YouTube and when he said that, and then Will Smith looking to the camera. I I, I watched <laughs> that last night. I watched that literally last night.
1: Yeah, they yeah they broke down the fourth wall with that one.
2: Uh huh. Like, oh my goodness. Did he just go there? No, <laughs> that was hilarious, man. Hilarious. Yes. Yes.
0: Uh real quick, I know we're not going to stay on him long because he uh this next artist, he doesn't he doesn't rep Philly, but he was born and raised in Philly and somehow ended up in LA, but uh shout outs to Corrupt. Hey, Corrupt Young Gotti.
2: Mhm
0: uh corrupt uh aka young Gotti, because that's the nickname tupac gave him but uh yeah corrupt's from philly um he moved out to uh as a teenager he moved out to la uh didn't start rapping until he got out there you know he joined up with uh snoop and daz and a dog pound and but shout outs to corrupt uh i'm pretty sure one of these days we'll do a la episode and talk about corrupt in debt but gotta gotta shout that man out um Uh, this 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 next group, um, one of my personal favorite groups, and God, I wish T.O. was still on the show. Well, he,
1: shout out to Mac, man. Shout, yeah, out, shout to T.O. out, shout out
0: to T.O. Hope you are doing well. Yeah. And uh, I know he's listening. And um, yeah, me and me, me and T.O. used to talk about this group all the time. Q, I know you're not really uh, big up on their their body of work, but the Roots.
2: Oh, the Roots. Oh, nah, yeah. the
0: Roots is
1: great. not nah, the group. Nah, Mr. Cool, go in, man. Talk to us about the Roots.
2: Roots, you know, they are the first hip hop band. You know, they had their debut album came out in 1993. I like their second album, you know, that features um the hit pro C. Um Black Thought and Quest Love. They met, I believe, back in 1987 at the Philadelphia University of the Arts. I believe that's still located in South Philly. Um past members was in that group um Rizel, you know um he had a brief rap career um he had this song called All I Know he was the guy that was making all those noises kind of like um Jones can I, can, from Police can, can, Academy
0: Can I interject for one second Yeah so I love sports and I love video games right and Razzle will always be in my mind because he did the theme song to NBA Live 2000 and oh, it was yeah, he did the theme song the NBA Live 2000, and like I used to thought it was DJ scratches at first, but with his voice, he would go er, 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 right, E-re. right. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow! Like I'll never forget that he'd be like, every every er, 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 NBA Live is going down. I'm like, whoa!
1: Wow, wow! It's interesting because when I did my research, I found out that they were originally called Square Roots.
2: Okay, yeah, right.
1: Yeah, and they and they and, and they and they dropped the square. Um, you know, um, later on because a local group already had that name. So they just became the roots and, and you're correct. Um, Mr. Cool. They got, you know, they got together in 89. It's funny. Cause you know, oh, was, I heard. yeah, yeah. It was 89 when they got together and I, and, okay. and I heard the songs and I said, yo, these guys is dope. But what intrigued me the most, what you said, is that they're a band. Like, oh man, you got, I mean, Quest, Quest on them drums, man, and and thought and thought with the mic. You know what I mean? I thought I thought that was unique and that was refreshing, man. That was different.
2: Yeah. I'm, 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 Black Thought is is as far as Philly rappers, he number one in my opinion. He number one. You know, he he's number one. That dude is super lyrical in my opinion. Hmm. My God, I never. Sheesh! If if y'all ain't if y'all ain't into the roots, please go cop their albums. You will think otherwise. Black Thought, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he's on everyone's top five list. You know, because he deserved it. He deserved it. But he's on my top five as far as Philly rappers. He's number one. He's number one.
0: Oh, lyrically, he's a monster. It's funny because I kind of like stumbled onto the roots by accident. Uh, I'll tell a funny story real quick. Um, so back in the days of J and R music world in, uh, in Manhattan, right across the Brooklyn Bridge, uh, you know me. I, I'm, I'm record, I'm record shopping, trying to see what I could uh, pull. And they had a two dollar bin of, of, of like albums. Like that bin was like full, and like it was it was uh, a lot of Usher, a lot of Too Short, uh, Tribe Called Quest in the two dollar bin. And then I pulled up, I pulled out a, a a Roots album and I'm like, "Hmm, I don't have nothing from them." I was like, "Yeah, for $2, why not? Even if I don't like it. The worst the worst I spent was $2. It's not like it's not like I blew a whole $20 on something I didn't know about or didn't like." So I'm like, "All right, $2 is not much of a risk." And uh that album was Do You Want More. And uh wow, that that album mm-hmm. blew my mind away. Especially uh that album. But oh, that came out in 95. 95. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that album uh Quest Love versus Rossell where they battled each other on record. Oh my goodness.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Quest love when he had when he had the braids before the Afro.
2: hmm And and speaking <laughs> of the roots, speaking of the roots, I just want to say I'm wrestling power to Malik B.
1: Yep. R.I.P. Malik. Oh uh, yeah, man. R.I.P. Malik, man.
2: Yeah. R.I.P. to him. You know. Yeah, he he was he was another great MC in the group. Another great MC, so Rest in peace and shout out to Malik B.
0: And um and it's it's a shame because they don't really make music like that no more. Nowadays the roots are known for uh being the band on the Jimmy Fallon show late night.
1: Yeah. How do y'all feel about that?
0: When I, I first saw it, I was
1: like yeah. I when I first saw it, I thought okay, it was just a one time thing, but they're the band for that for that show.
0: How how y'all feel about that?
2: I mean, I, I I like it. You know, I like it. I don't have no issue with it. You know, I you know, I like it. You know,
0: I find it cool that they let Questlove keep his afro out because, you know, the type of world we in uh, most jobs you you go to you. If you have any type of like pro African-American hairstyle, like an afro or dreadlocks or braids, you You usually don't get the job. But so I'm glad they kept him in there and and then told him he didn't have to clean up.
1: Right. Right. I got a story for y'all, man. I don't know. I don't know if y'all remember this, but do you guys remember the issue that Nas had with the Roots? No, um, I don't recall. All right, all right. Let me get into this. You guys remember that? You remember that Jay-Z album, Unplugged? Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: And he did that performance on MTV, and the Roots was the band that was backing him up. No problem. Mm-hmm. But when he performed Takeover live right there, the Roots, uh-huh. besides playing the Takeover beat, they played some Nas nice instrumentals in the background to go with the Jay-Z lines.
0: Ooh. Oh good lord. Basically, uh,
1: basically, basically, when he went to that part about your bodyguards Uchi Wally's versus better than yours, they started playing Uchi Wally. And then they started playing New York State of Mind in the background. Then they started playing Dead Presidents in the background. So Nas took offense to that. He called them Porch Monkeys. Wow. And it and it kind of it 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 almost went left because you know Thought 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 is a rapper, rapper. So they they was about to get in and get involved in it too. But I think Salam Remy and a couple other people like Coolerheads prevailed, and they understood why Nas was upset because, mm. it's the, you're like, how does that how does that make you look on the outside? You know what I mean? Watching them play those tracks in the background, you know, it's like wow. They now it's it's like now the Roots is getting involved in that. So that's so that's just a Roots story I remember involving that. But I was like, man, the Roots, <laughs> this would be interesting.
2: And speaking of that um, Jay Z Unplugged album and performance, um, the background vocalist Jaguar Wright was mm. on it, and now she's talking smack about the Roots. Really? You know? Yeah, yeah. You you ever heard? Oh yeah, Jaguar no, Wright.
1: No, no, no. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, she well she she just she just spilling the beans on everyone, you know, from the Roots and Jill Scott. And speaking of Jill Scott, she. Wrote um the Grammy Award hit for the group, The Roots, and yeah, Erica Badu, You Got Me. They won a, a Grammy for that. But yeah, she's that's
1: still, one of my favorites. I love that song and that video. I didn't know that Jill Scott wrote that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won a Grammy for that too. Um, yeah, she starts spilling the beans on Jill Scott, the roots, um, Common Diddy, Jago. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, just look her up. Yeah, on YouTube, on on the internet. Yeah, she started. Spilling the Beans. But I just want to put that out there. You know, she was the, the background vocalist on um on the Unplugged album, especially on the song Song Cry. So, yeah, yeah, definitely look that up, gentlemen. Yeah, she mm.
1: Spilling
2: the Beans. It was just like, whoa, really?
1: Shit. Oh, 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 yeah, I definitely got to check that out because I remember her. I remember her being in the background doing them great vocals, man. I ain't noticed she was spilling the beans like that.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah man, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Chris, yeah. Spilling the beans. Yo, yeah, check, yeah, check it out. Check it out, please.
0: Man, man, um, it. That's crazy. Malik, yeah. you got a you got a favorite Roots album? I like
2: um Def Half-Life. Uh wow. yeah, that's that's from 1996.
0: 1996,
2: you know, my my joint is what they do and um Concerto of the Desperado. Mm. Yeah, those, those two songs stick out for me. And what I love about what they do is the um the instrumentation after the vocals, you know, they just they I just love that part. You know, sometimes when I play that song, I always fast forward to that part.
1: Always. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. that's that's dope. dope. Hey, hey, I hey, hey, um things fall apart. I love that mm-hmm. album. I heard that album in full. I, I love that album right there. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah.
0: And um my personal favorite is how I got over Nice. Nice. How I got over. What's that? 2010? 2010. Yes, sir.
1: I got a question about Black Thought, man. What was, what was up with that record? Don't say nothing. You guys understand the hook?
2: No, I, I, I
1: <laughs>
2: had no idea, man. <laughs> I mean,
1: I mean, it kind of set up it kind of set up the blueprint from mumble Rap because he was mumbling on the hook on purpose.
2: Oh wow, my goodness! <laughs> don't get don't get me started on mumble rap, man. I hate that. I hate
0: yeah, when we start talking about mumble rap. Uh, we gonna be sitting here all night.
1: Okay. That, that's it. That's it, But but yo, Mr. Cool, I know I know you gotta be a fan of one of their collaborative albums with Betty Wright. You know about that?
2: Yeah, I I, I never I didn't I didn't heard heard the album, but yeah, I'm aware of that.
1: Yes, Betty yeah.
2: Wright. May bet she rest in peace. You
1: yes. Know what she yes.
2: Yes, yeah that that you know she's a dope vocalist, you know legend, legend, so, but I definitely gotta listen to that album
0: absolutely, yes, okay, and uh our next our next um act from philly um and we we profiled her career on the ladies first episode, which is uh in the archives, but you can't talk about Philly without talking about Eve,
1: oh the- uh, yes. The vicious
2: pit bull in the skirt,
1: yeah. Love her. her. Love her. Love her to death. Yes, yes, yes. Love Eve. Mm. Shout out to Eve, man.
2: Yes. Yes. You know, first rapper from Rough Riders, you know. Yeah, she you, She definitely made a mark, for sure. For
1: I, sure. I'm going to tell y'all this. The first time I heard of Eve, first time I heard of Eve was the Bullworth soundtrack, when she was known as Eve of Destruction. Yeah. She y- had that y- song... She had that song, Bitches Are Hustlers Too.
2: Yeah. Didn't Didn't Dr. I, Dre um Didn't Dr. Dre um produce that record?
1: Dr. Dre, yep. She was on Aftermath at the time. She was with yeah. Dre first, and that's right. I remember I remember hearing that song. And I'm like, Yo, Yo, this chick is hard. And then, and then and then I didn't see her again. I didn't hear from her again. And she was on, like, you see how we just talked about the Roots? She was on, You Got Me. Yeah, yeah. She was on, she was on that record. And then all of a sudden. When the Rough Riders came about, I mean, you know, we're going to get into it. But as soon as the Rough Riders came about, I said, oh, wait a minute. That's Eve of Destruction. But then she took off the destruction part and just became Mm -hmm. Eve, the pit bull in the skirt. She totally reinvented herself. And it was just it was just amazing to see how big that she was able to grow.
2: Yes, 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 yes. Definitely made her mark. You know, she's one of the top women MCs for sure. Top 10, top five, you know. And there's plenty of top woman MCs in the game, and Eve definitely deserves her props for sure.
0: The fact that she went toe to toe and battled DMX to get in is yeah. just is just amazing. She held her own, and DMX oh, yeah. DMX has always been known as a as a fierce battle rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and and you know what's funny? Every time I think of Philadelphia, like when we even thought of this idea for for this episode. Instantly, uh-huh. instantly the the hook from the song Philly, Philly, <laughs> you Know where I'm from yes. just just yes. kept just kept playing in my head with her and Beanie Siegel. Yeah, yeah
2: they, they, played that, they played that in the clubs, you know, in Philly, you know. And speaking of Philly, um, Eve and um Beanie, they had that other joint. Remember them days? Remember that joint?
1: Oh, that yeah. joint is a that joint is fire. Remember yes. them days? It's all good now. We out the hood now. That was a joint.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they played that in the club, Philly, Philly. Yeah, all the time in the clubs in Philly every weekend. You know, it it was some good times back then. Good times indeed.
1: And like I, you know, I go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no. What I was saying too, um, with Eve, um, she was also able to tell a story. Like "Love Is Blind" is a powerful record.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: That was based off her personal life, wasn't it? Yes, yes. It was about her. Um, it was about her best friend. A, her 17 year old best friend was in a relationship with a 35 year old abusive man, and wow. and she and and she told that story. That was a very and the visuals too in that video, like Faith Evans was singing the hook. Shout out to Faith Evans. The way that that song came together, it goes to show you that there was more to Eve than just the commercial records, because you know, with when What Y'all Want came out with uh, Nokio. That was a smash hit. What y'all niggas want? Right. That was the smash hit on the, on the Ride <laughs> or Die compilation. So now she was able to stand on her own with her debut, Let There Be
0: Eve, you know, the Rough Rider's first lady. And the and remix. It the, sold the, two million. The remix to, to What Y'all Want is on that album. Yep.
1: Yep. Yes. Yes. She did her thing, man. Eve Eve doesn't get enough credit for her writing ability. No. Her writing ability is great.
2: Yeah, definitely. And she took it a step further with who's that girl and
1: and Who's that girl?
0: girl. Mm
1: -hmm. I like Blow Your Mind to be personal.
2: Oh yeah, with Gren Stefani, yeah, Dr. Dre produced that that record too. Now now, Oh go ahead, go ahead.
0: Now y'all gonna laugh at me when I tell you what my favorite record off of off of Scorpion is. Oh man. What is it? No,
1: no, no, the, the, the people. No, <laughs> no, 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 no to that
0: singing. <laughs> nah, but nah, but but Scorpion is dope. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Scream Double R is not bad with DMX. Got what you need with Dragon and Swizzy is not bad. Um, I I really like how she was able to take a Dr. Dre beat and have Gwen Stefani on it. Uh, Of course, Gwen, Gwen, shout out to Gwen Stefani of No Doubt fame.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. Speaking of Gwen Stefani, when you listen to the song on the album, you don't hear her vocals like that. No. You hear the video, video, her vocals is prominent, Gwen Stefani's vocals. Right. And I always thought that was weird. Like, how come it's not prominent on the album, but it's prominent in the video? You know, I always thought that was bizarre, you know, but. Don't
1: and, don't we can't, and we can't talk about Eve without the success of that sitcom and her movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: the first movie I saw her in was Barbershop.
1: Yep.
2: Yeah. Who drunk her apple juice?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe it evaporated. Maybe I slap you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But that, but that TV show, sitcom Eve, I used to watch it. Yeah, I did
2: too. I uh, did I used too.
1: To watch it, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he he, he was bad, man. So anytime he would come on TV, man, I was like, yeah. Shout out, shout out to UPN.
2: Yeah, the black that was the black channel. They that had was all the
0: black th- channel. One yeah. on one, the Parkers, Moesha. Oh Girl- man,
2: Girlfriend.
0: girlfriends. Uh
2: huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes sir. Yes sir. Yes, yes. Yeah, man, that that, but yeah, she she doing her thing, and now she's. On the talk now, I think. Yeah, Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's on the talk, so yeah, she came
0: Every every time I walk by my mom and she's watching the talk, I don't know. Like, I see all them old hags, and then I see Eve, and it's like, no, <laughs> yeah, they'll Listen, them old hags will whip your ass, man. Be careful. The, them old wombats. Get them out of here. <laughs> they'll, they'll beat your <laughs> ass, man. <laughs> but but while we're on the topic of Eve, though, I got to say, and, and I don't like to talk bad about nobody, especially somebody I have a respect for, but I didn't like Evolution. Yeah. A, I can
1: understand. Yeah, I mean I mean when you look at it, it was a third album. Gangsta Lovin was you know was being pushed, you know the song with Alicia Keys and you know. I understand, you know, the, you know the uh transition and everything like that, but and 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 again, it was a different time period, you know, like I mean, even though she had the joint, you know, double R what with with Jada and Styles, which was great, but you know, I I, I understand why you wasn't really feeling that album.
2: I I actually liked the Gangsta Eleven. I, Gangsta I, Eleven was cool. Yeah, I liked it. You know, I mean, her Alicia Keys, they made a dope duo. You know, I I liked it. So, you know, but yeah, I agree. It was it was it was okay for at his t- at the time. It was an okay album. You know, yeah. definitely. Definitely, definitely.
0: But um, but yeah, I I, I guess. And Alicia Keys, they I, I I know why they put her on the single because she was a new artist at the time and she was blowing up. So I guess oh, yeah. it made sense.
2: Yeah. You nope. Know, yeah, you know she she was coming off of um, Alicia Keys. She was coming off fresh for her Grammy wins, you know, from her debut album. Yeah. You know, so, so, yeah, she was. So she was the hottest artists at the time you know back in 2001 2002 so you know hey you know strike while the iron is hot yeah
0: that, that's the idea yeah but uh shout outs to eve definitely respect her and um now this is what i like to call the rockefeller portion of the show because mm. uh, for some reason there was like a, a philadelphia division of rockefeller records <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. We'll start off first with, with Beanie Siegel, um my boy yeah, yeah. Malik, Malik, yeah. you since you're our um our guest, uh, talk to us about beans.
1: beans,
2: you know, he was born and raised in um South Philly. He was actually named after the street that's called Siegel Street in South Philly. Really? and yeah, really, really. and of course he made his debut on Jay-Z's Hard Knock Life, Volume 2, with the yep. album, Three Classic, Reservoir Dogs. Mm, what a yeah. verse. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yes, what a verse indeed. So yeah, that's where he got his name from. And of course, he um, transitioned, he transitioned into movies, you know, State Property 1 and 2. You know, I, I mean, he's a dope rapper, but not a good actor. You know, I love being, <laughs> you know, he was he was, he was trying he was trying too hard especially with that scene where he shot my man's hand told him to roll up the blunt I'm like
1: yeah um, you are right about that man nah <laughs> it's funny you mentioned Seagull Seagulls acting was crazy hard man you put a gritter on you fucking look at him
2: yeah yeah <laughs> all up in their face you get down you lay down I'm like man this dude serious. I mean dope dope MC but no nah, acting ain't your acting ain't his thing
1: oh yeah. man it's crazy because You mentioned, you know, volume two. You could see that he was he he was going to be the one in the forefront. Like Jay was really pushing him because after that on the Dynasty album, he was all over that. He did his thing on that, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then his and then the truth. When the truth came out, I was like, oh, man, this is one of the hardest joints in the world. Kanye West produced that track. Mm -hmm. And then the song Die always resonates with me. That's what that's a powerful hard record. What I loved about Beans, besides his aggression, was his authenticity in his raps. You believe everything Beanie Siegel says. His delivery. That, yo, that delivery. One of my favorite verses that I quote all the time was from Puff Daddy's Forever album, the song Journey Through Life. And when you had Beanie Siegel rap on that, Beanie Siegel, the realest nigga in the streets was taught. Stay cased up. Niggas stay deep in court. Reminiscing on that cold cell, deep in thought. Getting skinny couldn't eat because the meat was pork. I'm like, oh man, this guy's going in. And you just, you could just keep going. Like, 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 like with all his albums. Like the reason is a great album. The becoming yeah. is a great album. The solution. Like he just has this way of painting these vivid pictures and if Mac was here, he would laugh and tell you about on the on the Born Again album by Biggie on the song, um, if I should die before I wake. That was one of the hardest verses ever. And well, and Mr. Cool, what what was we just talking about? He's like, when you fucking with Mac, you fucking with the best. you still going to war with them dusty texts. Like just the way he delivers them vocals, man, it's just so good. And don't forget his battle with Jada. Um,
2: man.
1: <laughs> Who won that battle, man? I, I,
2: I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm say it's a tie, man, because there's some both dope MCs, man, for real. They were, they the were Eagle,
1: getting. Siegel went crazy. Nah, like I'm glad you brought that battle up, man, because when he, because Jada is my dude. So when I, when I'm here in the background, when I hear when I hear the track, I'm like, oh, where they playing Jacobs? Nope. This dude went in. He was like. Damn, that was so long ago, man. When was that beef? Two thousand and one?
0: Yeah, two thousand
1: one. Oh my. Yo.
2: I figured I, um, I mean. Oh, go it? ahead. Go ahead.
1: My, bad. my no, bad. No, 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 no. I was with you. It's 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 just the way that he was going in, saying it's like I'm about to son kiss like a soda, make Jay to the wild, put his lips on his nine and really kiss the game goodbye. I was like, oh my god, he's going crazy.
2: Yes. Yes. And, you know, I think how that beef, that battle came about. Um, I think Jada was saying some disparaging remarks about some of the rappers on Rockefeller. And then Beanie responded and then it just took off from there, you know, going back and forth and whatnot. But I think it was stems from a radio interview that Jada did dissing some of the Rockefeller artists, I believe, if I'm not
1: mistaken. No, you're right. Uh, yeah. Matter of fact, I'm glad you brought that up. Can you tell us what happened at the powerhouse? I I, I
2: know powerhouse. That was I think it was 2004, 2003. I know yeah. they reconciled. I think they reconciled. I believe.
1: Yes, they, they did. Yeah,
2: yes, they, they did. Yeah they, yeah, they reconciled. I wasn't there, but I went to the powerhouse. Power 99. Shout out to Power 99 Philly. But I went to the powerhouse shows. But I know they they reconciled.
1: Because I, I remember. I remember when Siegel went up there, he did his thing. And then when Jada went up there and he was dissing beans and he was getting booed, like he was bold to go, he was bold. You remember that he was bold to go to the powerhouse and just go in with the freestyle. And then they was booing and everything like that. But it, it was, it was, it was, it was beef time. It was that real.
2: Right. Yeah, it was definitely was definitely was. Yeah, but I know they definitely reconcile, for sure. I
1: oh do. yeah. It was great. And 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 I want to point out too even though Siegel now till this day, you know, the uh the the incident that happened and the issue the issue that he got with his lungs, you know, his his vocals have changed, but it's still the same Mac. He'll always be Mac to me and I and I and I love Mac, man, to death, man. So
0: if yeah. he always if he always be Mac, will Scarface always be Brad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. The Mac and Brad album. I still want to hear it. But um, yeah, my only thing with Beans, and I'm sure we'll touch on it more in depth a little later on. I was just so disheartened when he had that beef with Meek, cause like I never like to see two people from the same city, especially cause like you know, Beans is Beans is like the OG, and, and, and Meek Mill is, is the youngin, and, and yeah. they and they going at it. You know what I mean? I just felt like that was unfortunate, not just for the both of them, but for the 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 city of Philly as a whole. Like, um, but, yeah. Malik, let me ask you, since you're actually from there, like, when you, when you saw that they was beefing, like, how did that make you feel?
2: I mean, it was sad, but it, it, it's not surprising, though, because, you know, certain Philly artists have beef with each other. It's, it's no different from certain New York artists, you know.
1: It, That's a fact. It's
2: yeah. always There's always beef, you know. It just sucks. But the good thing is that no one didn't get hurt, no one didn't get shot, you know. It didn't go to the level of Tupac and Big. God rest their souls, you know. So both MCs are still here with us, and they can continue on making dope, great music. But yeah, at the time, it, it was it was disheartening, you know. It was sad. Like, damn, man, y'all from Philly, man, y'all gotta work this out. And speaking of Meek, Meek, um, put a um a tweet about you know us Philly. Not excuse me, I should say us Philly rappers, about Philly rappers coming together. But some of the Philly rappers took offense to that, and they said that Meek is banned from a band from North Philly. I'm like, what the hell is this?
1: Yeah, I didn't understand that. That didn't make yeah, any didn't, sense to me.
2: Yeah, it didn't it didn't make any sense. I'm like, really? This dude is tra- is talking about peace and you want to ban this man from a certain neighborhood? Like, what's wrong with y'all? Like, who does that? You know what I'm saying? He want to bring Philly rappers together. You know, stop the beefs. You know, heal and then this. I'm like, really, bro? Like, really? They don't yeah. make no. Sense. I, don't, I don't. I didn't. I didn't understand that.
1: And you that, that shows. And that shows growth and maturity on his part because he been there and done
2: that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Make no sense. But you know, but they still amongst the living. Right along with us, so it's all good, you know. But at the time, it was disappointing. But they still here, so what more can I ask for?
0: Absolutely, because we don't we don't like to see nobody get 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 torn down and lose their life. You know what I mean?
2: Nobody,
0: yeah. uh, continue continuing the Rockefeller Division of Philadelphia. Uh, the Philadelphia Division of Rockefeller, I should say, is uh my one of my personal favorites, Freeway.
1: Oh yeah. Y'all wanna hear a
0: joke, man? Guys
1: in the beginning I ain't like Freeway. What? Are you crazy? In the be- you know why? Because because mm. of the voice, man. I, I, I used to make fun of, I used to say back in high school, freeway, freeway raps like he ate a bag of onions. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> because, because, because it sounds like he's crying, you know? What I mean? So it's like I used to I used to say that all the time about free. And again. When it was the beef with Rockefeller and Nas and thing, I was rolling with Nas. So when they was throwing dishes towards Nas, I'm like, man, I, I ain't messing with these guys, man. I I made fun of Freeway, but when I listened to the album, and I mean the first time I heard of Freeway was 1900 Hustler, and, yep, and I, I was too. like, oh, I was like, okay, like, like you know, do do correct. And so and when I got when I got deeper that, to him, yeah. No, that same song Beans was answering the phone. Right. Right, and and it's funny because that that was that was Freeze's debut,
0: and he had a, he had a
1: hell of a verse on that on that song too. He did. Yeah. He sure did. You know, like I didn't get Philadelphia Freeway right away, but then when I got into it, and then I heard I heard some of the records, and I was like, yo, I free. And then Rock the Mic did it for me. I I I, I love that song right there. You mean you mean you mean the song where Nelly served KRS one? No 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 Nelly can't serve KRS one no way no how and that was the remix on Nelly album. The original the original song is better than that song.
0: I'm just being a comedian.
2: And let's get and let's keep it real. You know, on on KRS worst day, Nelly can't be KRS
1: one. That's a fact.
2: KRS One is a legend. Nelly, don't get me wrong, I like Nelly, but his name is not revered as much as KRS One. I'm telling you, you, you mentioned KRS One, immediately people say legend. Nelly, what they gonna say about him? Yep.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, hey, Nellyville went diamond. Only nine uh-huh. other rap albums went diamond. Uh-huh.
1: I mean, yeah, Nelly was hot in two thousand two. No, that's doubt. numbers. Yeah, that's numbers, bro. We, yeah. we we talk about the mic, man. When you get the mic, the sales don't matter. And to quote one and to quote one of your favorites, because since you like to bring up the beef DVD, what did what did what did Grandmaster Cass say? It's not, it's not how much money you got, how much bitches you fucked. It's about who can rap the best. That's from Beef One, one of your favorites. Don't think I, I don't know that.
0: I, I, know, I know where that line is from. Thank yeah,
1: you. Ex- exactly. But back to Freeway, What We Do is my favorite song by Freeway. Really?
2: Hellman yeah, Hill, Beanie, yes, yes. Oh,
1: man. like it, it, It's just the way that he was rapping. He was like, when he said, if my kid's hungry, I snatch the dishes out your kitchen, that's hungry. Yeah, that's you can't you can't get no hungrier
0: than that.
2: <laughs> right. Definitely. Sure. Well yes. uh,
0: well um well you know what my favorite uh song off of Philadelphia Freeway is. What is it? Flipside side with your favorite. Oh uh, no
1: no 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 don't so, get me started on PD crack man P P crack okay be Mac B is back I gotta have it a ring, ring! I can't stand it. Hang up the phone. <laughs> it's Yo, getting, it's getting, it's getting, Mr. Wacky. Cool, Mr. Cool. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but all, all that, all that ring, ring, and get to get it, go get her, it. Says she blow, la la. Shut up. <laughs> I can't stand that. That is one of the. I no. I can't deal with that, man. What's
0: wrong
2: with that PD crack? <laughs> no. I mean, PD's alright, but you know, I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't really into him myself, but he, hes okay. But hey, it—it it, it worked for the song. All
1: right, go you. It, it, it did, it did. But he—he—he's my least favorite member in that group, man. I can't listen to PD Crack,
0: man. I didn't remember when he started I didn't making song When he started I
2: didn't making songs, he was saying, though. I didn't know what the hell he was saying." But
1: well, it yeah. Like, what the hell was that? And what's that other song? What's another song? Um it, it was featured on an R&B record. Who was it? No, it, it was, was him and Neo where he and oh he changes his, he changed his name from Petey Crack to Petey. Petey. What was yes. that? Stop making all that noise, man. Just rap.
2: Come me, ma. something like that. Yo,
0: our uh, uh, Beanie Seagulls the become it, uh, got to have it. It's getting it's getting it's getting kind of hectic. Yeah, okay. it, yeah, it's hectic whenever you step in the booth. Get out. He, then he started speaking some weird language. So going I was T O was there. What uh, the hell is that? You <laughs> see what I'm talking about? Next, next <laughs> time we next time we go to Miss Carrot house, we gotta ask in a translator. What the what the hell? What the hell is the Kora I think it was Af- African talk, but uh, what? Yeah. Really? I, I would guess so, but 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 nah, my man was yo the way he starts off that song. P P crack O.K. B B-back is back. He gotta have it. A
1: ring, yeah. Ring. Yeah. Ring, ring. Shut up. <laughs> pull the cord out the. Pull the cord out the telephone. Hang up. And that's not African. That's African. Okay. You, <laughs> yeah. you, yo, you sound like a hater. It's the truth, man. Man, you bring up Petey, man. Oh lord. Ooh. Petey crack. Petey, Petey crack
0: cocaine is right. <laughs> oh, man, yo, yo, man. I, I haven't heard nothing from Petey since, like, 2006. I need that man. Yo, you know, we should get him on the show. He can do no. He do no. If we ever get another theme song done, I would like to hear a ding, ring right, right. Mm-hmm. That theme song. No, no. That's,
1: that's going to be No, that's... no. Be, 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 because if you hear ring, ring, then you go going to hear ding, ding. That's when the bell going to ring. <laughs> oh. Get that out of here, man, with that, man. I mean, Mr. Cool, I feel you, you know what I'm saying? Like you said he's I right, but me personally, man.
2: Don't don't get him, don't get PD on the show because you're gonna you gonna bury him just like you did Wale, which I <laughs> that was a funny ass episode, man. i never i never, let me tell you something, man. I've never seen anyone go in as much as you did with Wale. I've never you gotta- you gotta blame that dude.
1: You
0: gotta blame this dude Alfred for that, man. <laughs> it's not, yo, yo, like to quote, to quote, Soup the Shocker and Mystical, it ain't my fault, all right? Yo, but, but, but I got a question with,
1: with, with PD Cracks that you brought him up. What's up with the name of Crack Files Volume One, Crack Files Volume Two, Crack Files Volume Three? Torture Crack is back. Welcome to Crack. What's up with all this crack, man? Crack isn't his name. What you oh, want me to say? crack hey, files uh, volume four the cocaine edition what man what's he trying to tell us man
2: maybe he's selling crack on the side man you know <laughs>
1: hey
0: hey is it is, his he, name? is he selling it or is he smoking it maybe every hey, time maybe maybe hey. every time in one of his records when you hear a ring a ring that's the trap house phone
2: he's probably getting high off his own supply you know that's you know he should have listened what? to biggie the 10 crack commandments man
1: yeah, he should have. Been. Yeah, if he was around, he would have been on the remix. Oh God!
2: Oh goodness!
1: Hey, you talk about ring, ring. That's rehab calling. <laughs>
0: oh good lord!
2: My goodness, Mr. Chris, man, you wild. <laughs>
0: well, he did say he was gonna slaughter people he didn't like every episode. So
2: hey, 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 I ain't got no problem with that. Hey, the man likes what he likes, you know.
0: Yeah,
1: hey, hey. hey, I mean, it's, it, it, I mean, it's all good, man. I mean. We talked about freeway. What uh, about the right. young what about the young guns, man? What I, you was about about the young I was just I was I
0: was just about to ask about Chris and Neef. And yeah, um I cool. oh, first dude. my favorite uh recording that they ever made was uh on Blueprint 2. Uh when J- when Jay-Z had them featured on the bit on the great one of the greatest posse cuts in all time in my opinion, as one.
1: Oh yeah, that was a good track.
0: Neef Buck, out the cut. And they mm-hmm. don't wanna fuck with us.
1: I didn't like them in the beginning either.
0: But but can't now I'm I'm not going to lie, Can't Stop, Won't Stop was a hell of a song. Yeah, can't yeah. Can't Stop, Won't
1: Stop, Get down. I,
0: I, like <laughs> the remix.
1: I, I, I like the remix
2: with Chingy, you know, even though I wasn't a fan of Chingy, but it worked. You know, it worked. But then again, I don't, I don't know. I don't know because it right there and right there, Can't Stop. I'm like, I don't know, you know, but Chingy was hot at the time, you know. You know I wasn't a fan. I think he was a Nelly knockoff. That's just my.
1: <laughs> no, no. Listen, I, 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 we get that. I mean, he comes from St. Louis, and mm-hmm. and, and he got you know the Dur and her and war and all that stuff and and in, 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 in the vocals, her. yeah. Mm. So,
2: you know, but so I mean, yeah. At-
1: oh yeah, yeah. Um, but um, with with um Chris and Neef, much like you guys, you know, um. The State Property soundtrack album and the Blueprint Two album, you know, cause, because 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 you hear the name Chris and Neath, so okay, mm-hmm. so these guys are a duo, you know what I mean, and then and then they coming out, and I remember, what was that, what was that, what was that single? It was a uh, Set It Off, that joint uh, that Swiss Beats produced. Mm. I remember when that came out in, like, 2005, which was which which was crazy, you know. I said, okay, you know, these guys are getting the forefront, you know. I remember when Rel was their singer. Like, Rel was on, he was on their joints as well when Joe yeah. Blaze was producing it.
2: No Better Love, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, I remember that, was, that. That was a good track, good love track. Yep,
1: yeah, good. yeah. That's when they was rolling up in, the, what was that, high school or something?
2: Yeah, for, yeah. They was in the mountains, I believe. Yeah.
0: They had the mink coats and all that.
2: Uh-huh. Right? Yeah.
0: My personal favorite, Young Guns track, was was just released as a single. You remember the grown man remix with Kanye? I, oh,
2: remember, yeah, that. I remember that. I do definitely remember that.
0: It's just a shame they never they never had they, they only had one album, right?
2: No, they had two.
0: Really? I only ever heard one.
2: Yeah, they had two. Their first album was dope, but they had they had two. That was released. Yeah. In two thousand five.
1: Yeah, Tough Love was the first album and then Brothers from another came out after in 05. five.
2: Cause they had the um the I remember the cover because they look like they was um look like run DMC with the um with the Adidas sweatsuits and all that. I think if I can. Yo,
1: nah you now nah, you're right, Mr. Cool. You know, you know, you just reminded me of the beef that they had with Game.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they yeah, they did have beef with the game.
1: And and yeah. Game and, and Game was like, yo man, take them suits off. You guys are not running DMC.
2: Right, right, right. Wasn't that wasn't that um from something Miles and Running, I believe?
1: Yeah, uh, 300 balls and running. 300 balls and running. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yo, let me ask y'all, man. They got no beef with Game, but how y'all getting into a beef with Cat Williams? I, th- about, I never heard about that. I don't about that nigga. Yo, let me tell y'all something, man. Game, Game is a funny dude. I'm going to tell you why. Because on the same songs we just mentioned, they mm-hmm. said a line about Money Mike. Y'all remember that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Fake pimps like Money Mike. And who is Money Mike? Cat Williams. Right. So Cat Williams came on, he did a freestyle with Game. And then he said, <laughs> he, he, Cat Williams in a freestyle dissing, uh, Chris and Neef with game on it. And I thought that was just so funny. I'm like, oh man, you got to be kidding me. You got Cat Williams in here dissing y'all.
2: <laughs> Yo, that's that's news for me, man.
1: Yeah, man, this goes back, man. It, it's around that same time when 300 Balls of Runner came out. He actually dissed them over the set it off beat.
2: Wow. Yo, I got I, got, I got to hear that, man. I got to.
1: Hear that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Check that out, though. But it's interesting because Chris went solo for a bit. He was doing a lot of mixtapes. Mm-hmm. I remember that. The Neef, like, I, what's his name now? Neef Bucks. Neef
0: Neef Bucks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Huh? I seen some joints for him too. So you know, it's, it's interesting to see where their career has gone after that.
2: Yeah. And they they was from there are uh, they from Nice Town? Nice Town. That's in uh North Philly section of the city. Nice town. Mm. The young just want to get put that out there.
0: Nice Shout town. Out to nice town. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yes. Yes. Um and then that that brings us to uh Cassidy who I I have a uh, mixed feelings about. Uh oh, why? Cuz certain songs I hear and I'm just like, "Okay, like I love that I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler, homie."
2: Oh. I love that dance. That dance was
0: yeah. <laughs> the hustler dance. But yes, then, I, but, that, but then I hear songs like "My Drink" and "My Two Step, My Drink," and I'm just like, nah. oh, dude, huh? you, you ain't like that song. I yeah, wasn't, wasn't feeling I, 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 I feelin that. I feel like I feel like he was trying too hard on that song.
2: Oh, oh man, that that was a dope song, man. Especially with Swiss Beats with the with the chorus, man.
0: I, hey, I,
1: I, I, I maybe, Hotel 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 is a smash though. Girl, oh, yeah. you
0: wanna come to my hotel? You hella holler at me. But you know why oh. I think my drinking my two step, my drinking mm-hmm. my two step would you know what it is? Because in that era, especially 2006, 7, and 8, anything yeah. with Swiss beats so, doing a hook almost sounded the same. What was the name of that song? I keep, it's slipping my mind, but maybe y'all could tell me. uh Riding with my top down and my jewelry on. I'm just, I'm just doing my thing.
1: Oh no! Yeah, you,
0: you do you do you know what I'm I'm talking about or no?
1: I know the song, but the name slipped my mind. Yeah.
0: Oh, uh-huh. yeah, it's, it's not familiar. What? I'm gonna yeah I'm, yeah I'm gonna find that because I really like everything. Everything sounded the same if it had if it had Swizzy on it. But while no. you get to that, but while you get to that, and and
1: and Mr. Cool, you could back me up. When was the first time you heard of Cassidy?
2: You know, I I I remember Cassidy um, from around the way, cause his, his, his real name is Barry Reese, and he used to live right around the corner from me, back in the early nineties and the eighties. Right, literally right around the corner from me. I didn't realize who he was, you know, when he was Cassidy, and then when I heard the name Barry Reese, I'm like, oh snap, I I remember him. But yeah.
0: Oh, so you so you had actually like had interactions with him?
2: Yeah, yeah, uh huh, yeah. Well, I mean, we we wasn't boys and nothing like that. We were just associate. But we, but, we but you had, knew him
0: from around away.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh huh, yeah, yes I did, yes I did. But um, first time I heard of him was um, you know, hotel with R. Kelly. That's that was, that was my introduction to him.
1: I'm gonna tell y'all this: the first time I heard of Cassidy was the battle with freeway
2: yeah okay yeah i remember that battle yes
1: this is this is before records and everything somebody told me they was like yo there's this kid that battled freeway and he killed him and i'm like the kid that battled freeway now this is freeway freeway rockefeller on everything and the footage is on youtube for anybody that still want to look up that battle that's a legendary battle because cast it was no beat it was in the studio and Cass was just going in. Like, he had these bars, these punchlines. It was amazing. He became a legend from that. And, you know, the Smack DVDs, that was that's big out here. Shout out to Smack. You know, they had a whole bunch of Cassidy freestyles, mm-hmm. all this stuff that was on mixtapes. And from that battle, it made Cassidy a name. And then, like Mr. Cool said, that's when Hotel came out. Get No Better, I actually like that song, too, by the way.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, with um, with um, Swiss Beats um, lady at the time, uh, what's
0: the name? Mishanda. Mishanda. yeah, yeah. By mm-hmm. the way, speaking of mm-hmm. Swiss, the the name of that song I was I was referencing is Top Down by Swiss Beats when he came out with his own album. Yeah. Oh man. But um, but Cassidy, you know what? And a lot of people, I'll never forget. While I'm being in high school, and when we all first heard the song, the Six Minutes of Death, every all of us thought that that was like the song. Yeah. Know? him fab and and i know you don't particularly care for wheezy but
1: no i remember the song I, i remember i remember the song very very well but you know what else too that i loved about um cassidy he had these tracks where he's battling himself the problem versus the hustler that's a ill record he's battling himself you got cassidy the problem which is the battle rapper rapper versus the hustler you know the I'm the hustler like that's the one with with the with the commercial success and everything like that and he kept that going next thing you know the next album he had bars versus the hustler that's what, the album where my drink and my two-step is on yeah that's actually yeah the, so the Barry Adrian Reese story right those songs I really really like so even though he tried hard with those commercial records, those battle hard punchline records. Are my favorites because he's rapping on that joint. Well Cassidy was always a battle rapper. He came from battle rap. Right. But you know, it's funny, uh, bringing uh, that on wax is great. What's up, Mr. Cole?
2: You know, it's fun. You know, speaking of Cassidy, Cassidy reminds me of fabulous. He's dope. Really? In, he's he's dope on a mixtape game, but when it comes to hits, uh, nah, he don't have a lot. He he got that fabulous curse. They both dope on the mixtape game, but as far as it's hits, it's like they don't they don't have many, you know. I mean, Fab had, you know, he had um the you can't deny it um holla back and um breathe and that song baby, but he he didn't have a lot. Just like Cassidy. they're good on a mixtape, but you know that's what they shine at. But on a on a single, no, I I don't think so. So yeah, he. He falls in line with that, you know, the fabulous curse. That's just my opinion. I don't know how y'all feel about
1: it. I that. agree with you. I
0: agree. I totally agree with you. And it's like after Bars came out in 07, he, we we barely heard a peep out of him since. He went back to battle rap, if you guys believe that. He battled goods in Arsenal. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, do, I do. I heard about that. They said that he lost that battle, I think.
1: No. Uh, oh, man. Like, he got he gets criticized for his performance in those two battles prior to that he battled disaster and he had a great performance, but coming back on smack URL where he was a, a poster child for the DVD era. Cause he was supposed to battle murder Mook. That was going to be set up from that time when Cassidy was coming out. That was the biggest battle that people wanted to see, but it, you know, it never happened and they squashed their issues and thing. But yeah, he, the battle, cause he battled Goods before, and there was no footage that surfaced. So mm-hmm. years and years and years go by. They have a rematch, and 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 Goods is dubbed the winner. He battled Arsenal. Arsenal is dubbed the winner. So it's like, what do you do next, Cass? Do you come out with a new album? Do you try to get back in the ring? Like, so I I, I totally get where you guys are coming from with that. But he's got the Lawsony family. You know what I mean? He's got he's got his crew, so you know, mm-hmm. cash is cash. And and even he got into an issue with Meek, right, Mr. Cool?
2: Yeah, he did. He did. He definitely did. Definitely did. You know. You know, he definitely got into the issue. I forgot what the issue was about, but they definitely got into an issue, you know. But what else is new, you know, with some Philly rappers, you know. Philly rappers always have an issue with each other. You know, this ain't no different.
1: Uh, yeah, I heard they, the same thing. I heard the same thing with Cassidy and Gilly
2: too. Yeah, yeah Cassidy and Gilly, uh-huh. Cassidy and Gilly. Gilly mentioned that um on the uh, um on YouTube with his videos on YouTube, you know. Yeah, you know I, there's always some beef in Philly issues in Philly when it comes to rappers. Always. Yeah.
1: You
2: know? Some petty, some serious, but you know. It is what it is. What can you do?
1: <laughs> nah, nah I totally I totally dig that man.
2: Yeah. Sure.
0: Mm. But um moving off of Cassidy, uh that brings us to uh Meek Mill, who we briefly touched on uh, earlier and I'm embracing myself because I know QG that you are gonna let Meek Mill have it. No, no, listen, listen, listen. No,
2: I'm, I'm not a fan I'm not to be honest with you, I'm not a fan of his music. It's really? the yelling, it's the <laughs> yelling <laughs> It's the it's Exactly, Mr. Chris. He's right. It is the yellow. I can't get it. Oh, brother, brother. I'm like, yo,
1: <laughs> calm down. I'm on the murder team. Call the cops. Stop I, it. I mean, calm, calm down, me. Right. Damn. What you doing all that yelling for, man? Like, yeah. like, like. Let me tell you something. Tupac back? No, he's not. I'm a boss. No, you're not. I'm a boss. Was a hot record, bro. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Get out the church. <laughs> Wait, nope. so you ain't really like you ain't really like I'm a boss? Hell I'm, no. I'm, the only, no. Thing, only thing good about that song was the beat.
2: Wow. Now, even though I'm not a fan, but I'm a boss was a dope track. But other than that, you know, I just I just couldn't I just couldn't get into him. You know, I mean, I
0: mean he, he he brought young Chris out of retirement from the young guns with welcome to my house <laughs> party, party. <laughs>
1: Oh man, but 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 here's the thing here's the thing I understand Meek Mill's fan base, gentlemen. Like, he has a solid fan base listening to him and because because Dreams and Nightmares, yeah, I heard about that. But prior to that, I heard more about his mixtape game.
0: But don't forget, I, he before before um Maybach, he was on um Grand Hustle,
2: yeah, Grand Ti. Uh-huh. I signed yes, him back
0: at Braids. Yes, he was with T I,
1: yes. I, I I remember seeing him around in Grand Hustle. But I but but I heard all about Dream Chasers. I heard about that. And he has a story. He has something that he, he, he can put together sounds well with the beat and everything like that. But like but like Mr. Cool and I touched, that yelling and screaming, man. It's like it's like you took freeway style and you just spiced it.
2: No, no, he ain't took no freeway style. I'm sorry. No. No.
1: That's what I'm saying. He just took he he just took that and just added like you know like mm-hmm. it's the, it's that yelling for me, man. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I mean you know me I
2: you know I know remember him on the um the DVDs with the Dreads and you know freestyle in front of his homies you know right. He hook up with Ti Grand Hustle, then he hook up with Maybach, but. I just couldn't really get into him, and also would make matters worse, he lost the battle to Drake.
0: Oh man! <laughs> we, 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 we really got to bring that up. Oh yes, we do.
2: And and hold on, didn't 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 and I'm not gonna say didn't the game diss Meek too?
1: Game destroyed Meek. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh and, and, and you know what, and you know what, Alpha, you should be ashamed of yourself too. Why? Because how do you take an Undertaker track and Piss on it. I mean, he oh, wanted yeah. to sample the Undertaker. And he and, and he made it sound horrible. Undertaker should
0: have found him and tombstoned his ass for that. <laughs> but listen, listen, but but you can't deny his work for social injustice though. I mean oh, that no. man, the man the man, gone, and, the man is gone the man has gone and and um and done and done a lot of work with Black Lives Matter when the whole uh George Floyd thing happened, he was out there in the streets with the people. Um, That's beautiful. I know he's been working on trying to get prison reform changed out in Philadelphia. Yes.
2: And also yes. the dirt bikes, and don't, don't forget the dirt bikes. You know he got arrested for that, and you know, you know dirt bikes and whatnot. But yeah, he 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 definitely get props for his social awareness, no doubt, no oh,
1: question. I love it. I love the social. But but I got a question for you guys. He started that whole thing with Drake, and he started that whole thing with Wale. Didn't he? Didn't he say some things about Wale too?
0: Yeah, um, he was mad because on uh on his second album, uh, I forget the name of it. Um, the, I, I'm surprised you haven't talked about the single off that album though. But uh, yeah, he 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 was mad because he, he felt like Wale didn't didn't share his album enough. Wins and losses. That's the name of the album. Wins
1: and losses, right? So so I mean, imagine imagine how that battle would have went on, man, if it was Wale versus me. Right. Right. Yeah, but Ross, Man. Ross, Ross came in there and and, and stopped that. He should have let them battle because the battle would have went like this. Sorry, not wins and losses. Dreams worth more than money. First round by Wale, nothing but mumbling, and then the first round by Meek, ain't nothing but yelling.
2: I wouldn't be interested in that battle. I'm sorry, it just <laughs> I wouldn't be interested. I'd be like, oh, okay, they battle, oh,
1: okay, All right.
0: I'm surprised now you didn't bring up the love song he made with Nicki Minaj.
1: Oh my lord. What uh ugh. ugh. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what was who's that? Who's All eyes on your song. You? What was yo, when I heard it, I was like, what are they doing? Y'all really in love? Or is this
0: just a record? They, they, bro, you 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 seen the the, the the artwork for uh you seen the artwork for that for that single? They was in love. The way he was Nope. Uh, nope. She was the baddest. I was the
1: realest. Apparently not. <laughs> well
0: well 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 shout outs to uh shout outs to uh to my man Meek because uh he did what Nas couldn't even do and that was touch Miss Minaj. And he gets points for that. Yeah, he gets points for that. That's oh, a bad please. chick. That's a bad chick. Oh, get out of here, man. Come on, man. No, I said, I said, yeah, Nicki Minaj is a bad chick. I mean she may be plastically enhanced, but hey that still that woman is still a, a, a fine, fine the surgeon did her right you think <laughs> i mean
1: I'm, I, um you guys think meek is going to come with any records according to what i read like it, what was his last album championships champions
0: yeah. Championships yeah, nope. yeah 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 that was what 2018 by the way the, the greatest so- by, before you even get there the, the greatest song and rap is on that album what do you mean the
1: greatest song and rap is on that album?
0: Bro, Uptown Vibes. My man had Anuel AA on the song, Speaking Spanish, and I couldn't understand a word of what he said other than uh something about Illuminati. Is that all you got for me?
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, I mean, I was bumping that album earlier today. That, Championships was a good album. I can't front. Uh, have you heard that album, Mr. Cool?
2: Yeah, yeah, I heard the album. It, it it was cool. It has some dope joints on it, no doubt. Dope joints. It's,
0: bro, you can't tell me the 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 beat to Uptown vibes is not is not is not dope. It, it was, Come on.
2: It didn't change my mind to me being a, a huge fan of his, you know, you know. But um, it
0: was it has some good songs on it, no doubt. Respect the game. Respect the gamers. You awesome. guys, you, got, you guys go on. I'm gonna take this call. I'll be right with you. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But uh, but Meek Mill. Oh, right, that 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 must be the record labels calling Mr. Chris, cause you know he be talking some slander. Yeah, right. right. But um, but but yeah, Meek Mill, Meek Mill is not not too bad, cause you know, uh, what's free with what's free with Rick Ross and Jay Z is another dope track. But um, but yeah, you say you don't really like Meek Mill too much, right, Malik?
2: Right, right. I mean, he he, it's just it's just his his style, man. It just just need to calm it down. I know that's his style, but it just it just doesn't do it for me, man. It but let
0: just me ask, do so it. so let me ask you a question in this way. Are you are you a fan of like Buster Rhymes or Mystical or any of those two?
2: See, that Buster, yeah, Buster and Mystical, they do it, they do it right though. They do it right. They they do it right. You know, but comparing them two with me is like compare apples and oranges. But yeah, I'm a huge fan of Buster and Mystical.
0: Because, because I just put them all in the loud category, you know what I mean?
2: But see the difference between Buster and me. Buster switched it up, especially when uh, his second album, when Disaster Strikes, when he came out with Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Could See, he changed his whole flow. Yeah, he toned it down. Yeah, he toned down. When he did that, I'm like, oh, okay. It was it was another side of it was another side of him that we never seen before. So that's that's what I liked about Buster in that second album. He just he just did a 180, and that's what made me a made me a fan of his even more. You know, the ability to do that. You know, I don't see Meek doing that at all. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, maybe, but as of now, I don't see it. You know. Now mystical, you know, I like Mystical. You know, some some of his songs I like, you know, um Danger and all that, but you know, they they can get away with that. They can get away with that.
1: Well oh, my fault, fellas, I was actually talking to Meek Miller, but I had to turn down the volume.
2: You had to turn down the volume? Wow, you didn't want us to hear the conversation, man?
1: Nah, listen. If 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 I put that on speakerphone, then the whole then the whole um, speakers would bust.
0: Hey, 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 listen, listen. He should have. If if you really was on the phone with Meek Mill, he should have checked you, and I would have co-signed him. Check nothing. <laughs> what you mean check me? He couldn't even check my bags at the airport. What you talking about? By the way, I just want to put this out there. Nikki Minaj is a. Even though I said she's uh she, she's a bad woman. As a human being, I feel like she's a piece of trash because, you know, when, uh, yeah, yeah, because, uh, when Meat Milk, uh, was in the same store in Los Angeles, <laughs> in the clothing store, <laughs> with, with, with Nicki Minaj and her husband. Yo, Nicki Minaj's husband is one of those type of guys. I don't even know the man. I'm just going by off what I seen off the TMZ video. He's the type of guy. He'd be all rah, rah, rah when, 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 when his girl around. But when you, when that man by himself, he ain't about no action. Cause that was, but Meek, that, but, Meek Mill but that was, was ready to pop off. Funny. And that, and that, that was man, funny though, Seth. That man all, all the way halfway across the store still yelling and talking trash. Yo, if he saw Meek 101, on Meek would watch that man. But then Meek started with the tweets. Yeah, but like, all right, so the man was talking bad about you on Twitter. Now you actually in the same spot as him, and you seen him, and you got a chance to do something about it, and and you 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 hiding behind your wife. <laughs>
1: oh man that's too funny man yeah that's so,
2: that's man. some sucker stuff right there <laughs> like
0: like don't don't get me wrong like like yeah you you got what you got the baddest chicken in the game at the moment but but if that's all you got to hang your hat on and when 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 it's time to, when it's time to throw down you 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 let her stand in front of you man I don't, I don't know
1: hey um speaking of philly i got a question i got a question mr cool what's up with omelie you know who O'Malley is
2: yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with him, but uh, you know, I'm familiar with the name, but I didn't, you know, I don't get on him all like that. What, what, what's going
0: on with him?
1: Did you guys see that Sway in the Sway in the Morning freestyle, man? I know you guys have seen it.
0: No, I haven't. Oh I haven't. my lord!
1: Don't, don't O'Malley run with Meek Mill? Yes, this mm-hmm. is why I, this is why I brought that up. It was one of the worst freestyles in the history of rap. Oh, good lord! You got, you know why?
0: <laughs> why?
1: Because. Here's the problem. When he was on there rapping, I don't know if he forgot his lyrics or whatever, but he kept going. And Sway was Sway was like hyping it up. Sway, you should be ashamed of yourself. You ain't got the answer, Sway, for that.
0: You can't mm-hmm. talk about Sway like that. Sway is a yes, way.
1: I can. It, 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 and I'm telling y'all, watch that is one of the worst freestyles ever. Yes, he did run with me. I only remember about it because of the game beef. Cause, Cause, you know, game, game brought him up as well. So it's like, damn, Meek, how many L's can you take?
0: <laughs> Listen, yeah, wait,
1: man, wait, wait, man. wait. I, I got a question. Didn't, didn't Nicki Minaj diss him on a record? Yeah, on yeah,
0: some sucker shit. She did.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Man. Sucker shit. He took a lot of. Meek took a lot of L's, man.
0: Now, wow. I, remember that,
2: I remember that one, um, that battle with Drake. I think there was a clip of Drake, um, in concert, and he was talking about the battle. And it, I think it was in Philly too. Wow. I th- I think it was in Philly. I could be wrong. He had a concert in Philly. and He was talking about that. I could be wrong about the location, but yeah, you know, he took it out of L's, me. You know, hey. I his social awareness. But as far as the battle game, yeah, he. He, he took a couple of L's.
1: Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to be too hard on them as far as with disco. I, I mean, did any of you guys see the Free Meek documentary? No, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Mr. Cool, have you seen it?
2: No, I haven't seen it. How is it? It
1: it was the it was the thing with Jay Z. This was the Free Meek meat campaign. It it was on. It's a five part series, and, and and it and it goes into the detail of what went down because th- cause there was a lot of controversy with that, with the case and the judge and all this stuff that was going on. So, you know, I was intrigued by watching it. It's a very powerful piece of, 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 um, of hip-hop, especially what was going on with Meek because what I remember, he was sentenced to two to four years in prison and he served five months at the State Correctional Institution in, in Chester, Pennsylvania. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was it was crazy like like what he was going through. I heard the rumor that they were gonna release him if he signed to this particular label and all this stuff. Like there was a lot of behind the scenes dirty stuff that they was trying to do to Meek and it was just unfair what was happening with him. So but thankfully, like like we all talked about, he came home he and, 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 and all the all the stuff that he's doing. He even helped out Flint, Michigan, what was going on with the water. Mm-hmm. He was very big on that. I thought that was really, really cool, man.
2: Yeah. Shout out to Meek with his own um, social awareness. So. Um. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure, definitely, definitely, definitely.
0: Yep. But uh, yeah, shout outs to Meek. Um, I feel like um, his work with social injustice, you know, the bail reform system and. And just everything, the, the Black Lives Matter movement is, is so underrated. Like, a lot of people talk about J. Cole, but not a lot of people talk about Meek. And I just feel like, you know, Meek should get his flowers for his work with that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, he was out there. He was definitely out there for that. Uh, Now, Malik, I know it's been some time since you moved from, from Philly, but I don't know what's going on or what's in the air over there, or what's in the water, man. But Lil Uzi Vert, man.
2: <laughs> hey, I, I, look, look, I can't, I can't get into these little rappers out there, man. I, 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 just, I just can't. If, if aren't, you ask me what, if you ask me what you know about, I'm gonna tell you
1: straighter. I, I don't know a damn thing. Aren't you a fan of Lil Uzi Vert, Alfred? I am not a fan oh, of Lil Uzi Bird. Oh, no, no, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. don't play with me. Come on. Don't play with me. Come on. play with me. Let me find out you got you, you let me find out you got some of his albums, man. I don't have
0: no Lil' Uzi Vert records in <laughs> my in my uh in my collection. Don't play, don't play with me. Uh,
1: I I'm just saying, man. I, I mean sometimes I gotta I, I gotta talk to you about that, man, because because sometimes you like you like some of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 do that. I mean, I mean, I mean. You sure you don't have to be in a particular mood to listen to Lil Uzi Vert, like bro, ignorant rap? Bro, stop trying to twist my words uh, I, against I, I me. Just, I'm just saying, man. You know, but I'm with you, Mr. Cool. I don't, I don't know, I don't know a dang
0: thing about Lil Cap Gun. I don't know about him, sir.
2: So. I don't know about music.
0: Well, apparently, I mean, DJ Drama see something in him because he signed him.
2: Hey, hey, good for him. Good for him.
0: And you know DJ Drama, that man uh, brought us Gangsta Grills all of, all in the mid two thousands. I respect DJ Drama, but yeah, he he used to roll with Ti. That was Ti, right. t-
1: mm-hmm.
0: yes it was. Ain't mm-hmm. nobody
1: making money like they used to, but so what I'm what I'm seeing, he was on he was on Bad and Bougie with the Migos.
0: Yeah, Bad and Bougie. I didn't even know he was on there. Yeah,
1: yeah, he he was on the collaboration. Uh, um, bad and bougie, and, 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 I, and I read that he also ran with uh, Gucci, Gucci
0: Mane for a bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know nothing about. I don't know nothing about Lil, Lil Uzi Vert. His influences
1: appear to be uh, Wiz Khalifa, Meek Mill, Mike Jones,
0: the Yin Yang Twins. I've only ever heard of one. Uh, I only ever heard of one uh, Lil Uzi Vert song, and that's EXO Tour Life where he goes all my friends are dead take me to the edge and that's only because it was on NBA 2K a couple of years back.
1: Oh yes it was. Yes it
0: was. It other,
1: was
0: on uh, there. Other than that I don't know nothing about about Lou and I know that that's Kyle Kuzma's favorite rapper from the Lakers. That's Kyle Kuzma's favorite rapper? Yeah. To the point that uh, uh Kyle Kuzma the first time he dropped 50 um in a game um he he told everybody to call him Lil Koozie Vert.
1: <laughs>
0: oh no no no, Kyle, you done lost your mind, boy. I mean, well, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Kuzma is from Flint, you know. He's he's drank he's had a lifetime of drinking dirty water, so his mind is corrupted.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, shout outs to Kyle Kuzma. I like Kyle Kuzma. But um, but yeah, man, I don't know nothing about about Lil Uzi Vert outside that one song. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean,
1: apparently Mister Cool, he's from um. From what I read, he is from, he's from the North side. Yeah. Francisville. Yeah. He's from <laughs> Francisville. They say.
2: Francisville. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, I heard about that. He's from Francisville, but as far as his catalog of music, I, I, I couldn't even tell you.
0: Mm. Now this next guy that we're going to focus on from Philly, um, before we wrap it up, uh, I've never heard of, uh, any of his music, I didn't even know he was a rapper until my sister told me. But um, uh, Little Dicky. Richard. I, Richard. Little Dicky. Richard. His name is Little Dicky. I I I'll never
1: call him that, but I like him, Little Richard. We we didn't say good golly Miss Molly. We said Little Dicky. You don't have to say good golly Miss Molly, but I'm not I I'm not gonna call it by that name. But this is my dude. I like this guy right here. He's you great. Lil Dicky. I like Little Richard. Little Richard can rap.
2: Yeah, actually, yeah, I heard a little, I heard a little Dicky, yeah. And,
1: and 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 I'm gonna tell you why. It was a it was a partic it was a it was a song in particular with Snoop Dogg. The video and everything. I didn't know about this guy until I saw the Double uh, XL. You know how they got the freshman cover. He was on it. And then this song came out. It's called Professional for his album Professional Rapper. And I said, mm-hmm. this is one of the most interesting videos I've ever seen. Basically, to paint the picture, he wants a job as a professional rapper, and the boss is Snoop Dogg. So him and Snoop are trading bars on the song about his resume, where he grew up, who he is. What I love about him is that his technique. He could rap with the fast flow. He could slow it down. He, he, he's, got, he's got so much style, you know what I mean? And, 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 and he's a white boy. He's a white boy that can rap
0: he's good at it well he came to my attention from the show dave on fx that's why yeah. first my my sister is actually a, a huge fan of that show and um she actually put me on to it and then she was like oh i think you'll like it the, the 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 main character is a rapper and the guy who plays him is a rapper in real life i said rapper yeah I, I was like i never and then she, she was like what's his name little dicky i said i never heard of no little dicky and she and she was like, yeah, his music is not too bad either. No, it's not.
2: No, yeah, yeah, I like some of his stuff. Oh That's
0: yeah. Cool. Uh, so so for somebody who's never heard any of his music, is y'all got any music y'all could recommend?
1: Well, with the album,
0: well, there's only one debut studio album,
1: and it's Professional Rapper. Please check that out. But prior to that, he he he, he does have So Hard, which was in 2013. But I recommend Professional Rapper. It, it it got great reviews, you know what I mean. And and again, we're talking about the digital age when the streaming service. Check out that song Professional Rapper. Check out the video. You'll you'll get a better idea. Um, and when you look at and when you look at the when you look at the rest of the track listing, the features may throw you off because he has a song called Save That Money with Fetty Wap and Rich Homie Quan. <laughs> That's an interesting combination for you. But, um, you know, he just has so much technique, and that's what I love about it. He tells you exactly who he is. Here you have a Jewish kid, grew up in the middle class. You know what it mean? They Did You know, when you look at him, you're like, this guy is a rapper. And the, and the XXL cover I'm talking about was the one with Dave East on it. in okay. 2016. Uh, and yeah. The one from 2016. And and here's something that'll blow your mind, Mr. Cool. This guy graduated summa cum laude. Wow. He he wow. he 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 actually worked in account management. this <laughs> you see what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And also, he also got um mixtapes, So Hard and Hump Days. You know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So. so. Definitely check those out, you know, if you Little Dicky fans out there, you know, that's a, that's a funny-ass rap name, Little Dicky, oh my goodness. <laughs> that's
1: why I call him Little Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to call him by that name, man. Yeah. I love the guy, but I'm not calling him by that name, man. But,
0: but, 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 but you don't think people are going to get confused when you say when you say Little Richard, they are going to think a good guy, named miss Smiley. No, yeah. that, well, he has a song called "Molly" on that album, anyway. <sighs> <sighs> Dear God.
1: But here, here's the funny thing about it: he's also big on the environment, as, yeah, far, yeah. as far as pollution and climate change. He has songs about that.
2: And that, that was that's what's missing in today's hip hop, you know, songs that have substance. You know, you don't you don't get that no more. You know, in today's hip hop, oh. some hip hop, you know, not a lot of substance, you know. So, props to him for that, you know. Yeah, you got J Cole and, you know, others that, and Kendrick, of course, that talk about things to be socially aware, politically aware. But the rest, no, you don't, you don't hear that in majority of these rappers that's out right now. That's why I can't get into it because they ain't talking about nothing.
1: And let me tell you, let me tell you how dope this guy is. He did a report in the fifth grade on Alexander Pushkin using rap music. How what? creative is that? How creative is that? huh? Wow. Wow. Now, Alec- now, Alexander Pushkin was a poet, a novelist. He was born in Russia. You know what I mean? So wh- th- this lets me further know where this guy's mind is. It's not the norm. It's something totally different. And he's not faking anything. He is who he is. He's a nerdy white guy. Yeah. And he could, he could wrap his butt off.
2: Yeah, he can. He definitely can, for sure. Yep. Definitely can. Yep.
1: So yep. so 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 um, Mr. Cool, you said your favorite rapper from Philly is Black Thought.
2: Yeah, he's 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 my top, my number one, number one for sure,
1: number one. How do you how do you rank him? How do you rank it? You got number one, who who's who, who who fills out the rest of the gap for you as far as it goes to five. Give, give us a yeah.
2: Oh wow. Of course, um Black Thought. Mm-hmm. Number, two, number two is Beanie, of course. Mm. Number three, Freeway.
0: hmm
2: Number four, Chris. Mm-hmm. And Chris,
0: five, as, Chris, as in Young Chris from the Young Guns.
2: Yeah, young, yep, Young Gun, yep, yep, that's right, that's right, my. Brother. And number five, I'ma go with Cassidy, man. I'ma go with Cassidy. I'm gonna go with do- those five. Those are my top five
1: Philly rappers. You know, that's tight. That's tight. Yes. Cool, yes.
0: cool, cool. All right, so that that bring before we uh finish uh, round out the list, I just want to give a shout out to. Those who uh, didn't have anything extensive for us to talk about, but uh, shout-outs to A.R. Ab. Shout-outs to Gilly the Kid. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, Major Figures, E. You know,
1: yeah, we,
0: we, ain't, we, ain't, we ain't forget about y'all. Three Dutch, dollars, Dutch. man. Shout-out to them. Yeah,
2: Dutch and Spade from Major Figures. Spade, word. Major Figures, you know, Dutch and Spade, Gilly, you know, E. Ness. Who else? Who else? You know, there's so, there's so many, there's so many of them. So many of them.
0: Philly, Philly is a Philly is a big city and is a is a is a key city to the to the history of rap, man. And uh, Malik, we we so 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 happy that uh, you can join us on this episode, man. Um, been wanting to get you on the uh on the, on the pod for a long time, and I got a feeling this won't be your last time being a being a guest on the Rap Lab. Well,
1: hey. actually, before
0: we wrap, well, well before we wrap, I just got one last question
1: for Mister Cool yeah okay sum up philadelphia rap for for people that don't know about it what what is philadelphia rap to you what does it mean
2: philly rap is hip-hop that comes from the heart um it's gritty it can be sad it can be relatable it can be positive it can be beautiful. It just, it just hip hop that comes from the heart It's you can, re, you you can relate to it. You know, you can feel it. You know, if, if there's a certain artist that you like, you immediately are drawn into it. You know, you drawn into that artist, whether it's a album or a song that you like, you, you just feel it. And you can say to yourself, hey, I can, I, I can relate to that. You know, it's, it's hip hop for the people, for the masses, you know. And there's a lot of, you know, there's have been successful Philly artists that broke to the mainstream, like Will Smith and Beanie and Eve. You know, those top three artists right there that broke through. And of course Meek and Cassidy to a certain extent, but those those five broke through, you know, nice. and let the, let the world know that. Philly hip-hop is here to stay, and yeah, that, that's all That's all I can say about it, you know, it's it's music for the people, hip-hop for the people, you know, like, you know, Philly got a rich history anyway when it comes to music, you know, R&B, you know, the sound of Philadelphia, you know, boys to men, you know, so
1: Absolutely.
2: Philly, Philly is up there with New York, you know, they like neck and neck as far as Music history, you know, they, they up there with New York, you know. And, of course, New York got a hip-hop history. Of course, um, if I'm not mistaken, New Jack Swing, New York was the birthplace of that, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. All right. All right. That's what I'm saying, you know. So, yeah, yeah, they they side by side as far as music history. And a shout to all the New York MCs out there, you know, props to them, you know. God show love to my New York people, you know, and of course, show love to you, too, and T.O., yeah, T.O., and I just want to thank y'all for having me, you know, it's, it's, it's and definitely it, an it, honor. It's,
0: it's a great pleasure, and um to to get into a little personal story real quick, Um, when you said that you had a idea for a podcast, and I remember you hit me and Chris up, I got so excited because I'm like, oh man, uh, uh, the the cool the cool man himself is, is about to is about to is about to start speaking on topics. I, I was legit excited and i've i've enjoyed i've enjoyed every episode uh, so far. Yes, yeah, sir. And awesome. uh, I just want to say like the content that you've created is just you know and in, 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 it's incredible and I feel like it's 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 must listen to content, you know.
2: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And likewise for y'all, you know, y'all, y'all break down the history of hip hop and it just, every time I see a new episode on Spotify, you know, I immediately click on play because I know it's going to be a dope episode, you know, because y'all, y'all like hip hop historians, man. Y'all break down the the tracks and the year and all that. I'm like, man, y'all like, y'all like human encyclopedias. That's how I put it, man. No
1: cap.
0: Thank you, sir. No, I appreciate
1: no, no, that. No BS. no BS. Yes, sir. Yes. Much love so, to that man. Yes, sir.
0: Say, let me ask you one final question, Malik. What's that? What, what was your What was your your What did you like the most about growing up and then living in Philadelphia? Hmm. Uh,
2: what I liked about it is, you know, just hanging out with my friends. You know, um, and going to my grandmother's house every weekend, you know, every Saturday or Friday or sometimes even Sunday, especially on Easter, you know, just hanging out with them, hanging out with my friends, you know, playing hide-and-seek and and freeze tag and, you know, playing the Super Nintendo, playing with my wrestling men with my friends, you know. Um, It was was some good times that I definitely – miss you know we don't have those days anymore because we grown we got bills and insurance and all that and not you know i just wish that i was a kid again but you know we can't go back we got to continue on moving forward so that's what i that's what i love and miss about growing up in philly and living in philly so you know i i just miss those days so when i hear these youngsters saying that they want to be an adult i said no 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 Enjoy your youth, because before you know it, it'll be gone, just like that. So, enjoy your youth, youngsters, you know, enjoy it, because I wish I could be a kid again like y'all, but hey, it is what it is, so, but that's what I miss and love about growing up in Philly.
0: Yes, sir. Yes. And um, real quick before we get out of here, can you, I know you said it at the top of the episode, but. You know, just for people who might have missed it, can you tell everybody where to find your podcast again?
2: Yes. You find my podcast, which is titled The Cool Podcast. With The Cool Brother, you can find new episodes on Spotify and Anchor. And I will be debuting an episode on Sunday at 6 o'clock. It's going to be a special edition episode. I'm going to be interviewing the brother Antoine Royale. He has a um, podcast title, I Think Different. That's E-Y-E Think Different. E-Y-E Think Different. And you can catch his episodes from Tuesday to Thursday starting at 8 o'clock on Spotify and Anchor as well. And if you like to be a guest on my show, you like to be a guest, you can hit me up on my email, thecoolpodcast at AOL.com or if you Want me to talk about a topic, or if you like to be a guest on a topic that you would like for me to talk about, hit me up, the cool podcast at LL.com. All no case. So continue on to it, excuse me, tuning in, and I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for supporting the cool podcast with the Cool Brother Podcast. And continue on supporting these two brothers and TO with their Rap Lab podcast. So if you if you a lover of hip hop, check these fellas out because they got the dopest hip hop content content and you will not be disappointed. I guarantee you trust and believe me. This is the cool brother talking. Check these brothers out. Okay.
0: And most yes. definitely. And check out check out uh the cool the cool podcast with the cool brother. Uh, We plug this man stuff every week um you will not be disappointed uh start from the very first episode by the way i, lo- I love that instrumental you you play in the background every- Oh, that's
1: every- fine that's dope man
0: um also i want to give a shout out to uh always right and the flossy posse uh yep shout out to the crew shout out shout out to the crew we see y'all and um yeah any anything else y'all want to say in closing before we wrap up
2: yeah i just want to say this is the cool brother as always just want to say peace, love, light, respect, and blessings to y'all two and to the rest of the Rap Lab podcast listeners.
1: Yes, See sir. One. Yep. And I'm a, I'm gonna end on that note. I whistled for a cab and when it came near, the license plate said fresh he had dice in the mirror."
0: Mm-hmm. And and then this is the part where I probably get uh thrown thrown through the front door for my bad singing. Nah, man, we're gonna throw you through the window. Hey, that's even better. And this is another episode of the Rap Lab, and uh, we out. Peace. Peace.